The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. Classic Hits 90.9 Sports presents high school football. Jones to throw again, has all day towards Rody. Caught at the five, down to the two, stretches and into the end zone just that quickly. Three pass plays, 65 yards. The third touchdown pass of the night from Jaden Jones. Tonight, a playoff berth is on the line in Pleasanton as the Bulldogs bow the Ansley Litchfield Spartans. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Pleasanton just working clock. Again, picks it in motion. Again, tolls left side. There's nobody home. That's why they haven't run it to the left side. They were waiting to pop the big one. It goes for 28 yards for Travis Tolls. Back-to-back touchdowns for Tolls and three in a row here in the third quarter for Pleasanton. Ainsley Litchfield's overtime win in last year's season finale kept Pleasanton out of the playoffs, while the Spartans advanced to the state quarterfinals. Tonight, Pleasanton looks to avenge that loss in one of the area's most heated rivalries. It's the Spartans and Bulldogs coming next, but first in New Texas, pregame show. We'll take you live to Pleasanton with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda and Ryan Dahlgren right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone, from Pleasanton. It's another Thursday night football contest, but a regularly scheduled. We see these, of course, a lot on the final week of the regular season. Not near as much 11-man anymore because the Class C playoffs have moved to Friday. Majority of eight-man games tonight, although Carney High and Grand Island are playing tonight. Doug Duda along with our man Ryan Dahlgren and Jeff Ekstrom back at the studios getting ready for an important game for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They're in the same spot they were last year. Ansley Litchfield was able to win this game to get them into the playoffs and eventually, as you heard there in the open on to the quarterfinals, while Pleasanton, even though they have a nice record, usually any kind of winning record, even a 500 record in eight-man is going to get you into the playoffs, but that is not the case. Uh, they need to win tonight, even though they're 4-3. and three, It doesn't look like 4-4 four and four is going to get them into the playoffs. They're in the high 20s, around 28-29 in playoff points. Hard to believe. And Ansley Litchfield... Uh, a win will not matter for them tonight. This is their playoff game, and it is such a great rivalry. Uh, they are very young. When we get to the injury report, you're going to find out maybe why the team has struggled this year. They are so banged up. But, uh, Ryan, uh, you remember what it's like coming into that last game of the regular season, senior night for you, home game for you. There's a lot of things that are going to be going on before you even kick off the football tonight. Oh, yeah, there's certainly a lot of electricity in the atmosphere here right now in Pleasanton. Uh, both teams fired up, like you said. It's a rivalry match. Uh, Ansley Litchfield, like we said, not really on that uh, playoff run uh, this year. But uh, you know what? They'd love nothing more than to spoil Pleasanton's fun. These teams know each other very well. Uh, and both teams, uh, last game of the season, regular season game, uh, they're going to be fired up. Well, it should be a very uh, competitive football game tonight. We saw SE. Uh, fall to Ansley Litchfield last week, and they finally got uh, some defense played in that football game. Scoring has not been a problem necessarily for Ansley Litchfield. Uh, when they've been beaten, it's those 58-30s, to 52-36 to type football games. While for Pleasanton, 
It's really just been exactly what you would think by their schedule. They beat who they were supposed to beat, and they lost to who they were supposed to get beat by with only three seniors on this team. Giltner, Twin Loop, and Blue Hill are the teams that have defeated these squads. Giltner right on the edge of the top ten. Their three losses, Giltner's four and three, their three losses are to top ten teams. Twin Loop and Blue Hill are both undefeated. The wins coming against Shelton, Axtell, which we saw, Central Valley, and SEM. Really, that Axtell game, the only close game that was still to be decided in the fourth quarter, and Pleasanton had a huge lead in that game going into the fourth quarter. In fact, Axtell scored the last three touchdowns to make it 41-36. It was a strange game from a back-and-forth standpoint because Pleasanton was behind at the half and then scored four touchdowns to start the half, and only three could be answered. Time ran out on Axtell. Uh, For Ansley Litchfield, as we said, Ryan, uh, their defense is going to be the key tonight. They're going to have to make tackles, and we'll hear from Coach Kohanek. That's really been a problem. He says, we all know it. We're not tackling well, and some of that has to do with how young they are. Well, absolutely. Uh, Fielding only five seniors, Ansley Litchfield is, uh, three on the Pleasanton side. So both teams young. You could be looking forward to a great battle in a a few years from now. Uh, But it is tonight, uh, and Ansley Litchfield, like you said, uh, if their defense can show up tonight, they're going to give Pleasanton some fits. But Pleasanton's got a pretty good offense themselves, and they're going to be looking to put up some numbers. You're going to hear the name Pulaski from uh, Pleasanton a lot tonight. You're going to hear the name Rosiski from Ansley Litchfield a lot tonight. He's kind of been a one-man show. Jane Jones can get the job done, but they need to give him some protection. And again, with that youth up front and some of these injuries, uh, they're playing some kids that probably aren't ready to play. And if you're Husker fans, you kind of know what that's like right now. We keep referencing it's not just uh, at the high school level. Uh, it can be at the college level and vice versa. So should be an interesting football game uh, here tonight. Also want to remind you, we've got Thursday night football, NFL style on ESPN 1460 and 1550. The Kansas City Chiefs out at Oakland for tonight's contest. Pre-game at 7, kickoff is set for 725. Tomorrow night here on Classic Hits, we will have another dandy and eight-man as 6-1 Elm Creek hosts undefeated South Loop. Last year for the district title, Elm Creek won it, made it to the quarterfinals uh, before losing uh, in the in the uh, quarterfinals. And then, of course, for South Loop, they got the bad deal with the draw. They drew Burwell, who uh, wasn't a 10 seed, but because of the two losses and the injuries, was a 10 seed. Burwell went on and won the state championship. And then Kearney Catholic will be at Broken Bow tomorrow night. The Stars needing a win to make the playoffs. They set it 6-2, and two, and that'll be on ESPN. 1460. So some meaningful games, and there's even five games across the state this week that match undefeated teams. Well, yeah, certainly uh, this last uh, weekend of football, there's a lot of good uh, matchups going on around the state. And then you got some lesser matchups, but a lot of them, a lot of teams have the potential to get upset because there's some teams that are, they got their sights set on state playoffs, but a loss could pump them or push them out. And there's a lot of teams that are on the verge that need to win tonight. They want to see some teams lose. Uh, so expect some crazy score lines from tonight, some unexpected score lines potentially even as well because uh, these Class D games, uh, they certainly, uh, they're, 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 they are. A little unexpected at times, some of the results. And uh, Carney High playing a uh, 6 o'clock kickoff in Omaha, and as expected, they are rolling early over 1-7 Omaha Benson. It is 28 to nothing, and they are just getting towards the end of the first quarter at Benson. So Carney is going to go 9-0 and and most likely be the number two seed in the Class A playoffs. This is the new Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can hear all our games streamed online at PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. We'll be back to hear from the coaches, Kurt Kalhanek of Ansley Litchfield and Ricky Westland of Pleasanton, right after this. 
Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show on Classic Hits, final game of the regular season for Ansley Litchfield and for Pleasanton. And we are pleased to uh, catch up with the head Spartan, Kurt Kolhanek. And, Coach, uh, I guess uh, I'm, I'm sure going into tonight's game, you can sell it as a playoff game for your team, but things haven't just flat-out bounced the way that a lot of people thought, I'm sure, including yourself uh, this season. Some injuries, some other issues. Uh, you guys were the hot team uh, ending last year, and I'm sure in your second year, you were hoping for a little bit better results in the win and loss column. What's what's the practice week been like? Uh, what do you think the status of your team is heading into the game tonight? Yeah, first of all, Doug, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, we've had about everything that could happen to us this year happen to us, but that's just part of it. Um, this week's been good. Like you said, we're kind of using this as our playoff game. You know, we got uh, we got some seniors that are going out and want to send them out on a high note, and um, we're starting to play a lot better ball, so we just kind of want to ride. we got a lot of freshmen and sophomores here, so we want to ride into the next season on a high note. You did get into the win column last week by beating SEM. Uh, you always want to get off the schneid a little bit. Uh, what did that do for the team just to have some success? You know, it did a lot because – you know, there's a few games, you know, not to make excuses or anything. We sh- we easily could have had three wins going into, you know, last week, but we just didn't finish in the fourth quarter. So we knew that, you know, we're not as bad as our record looks, but um, we just – it's our own fault. We didn't finish games. But to get that the way we did, um, it was good for the kids' morale. Obviously, outside of Twin Loop, a top two, top three team here in D2, your offense has had some success. It's just that the the defense has also given up a lot of points. So let's start with the positive there uh, on your offensive side of the ball. Tell us a little bit about how you've been successful and what we should see tonight. You know, going into this year, I was excited because I knew our passing game would be a little better. Um, and it is. And it's came around, and we've had some kids step up after some injuries you know, I got a freshman, two freshmen, and Jeff Cunningham and, and Jackson Henry that play tight end and receiver, and, and that's a big deal throwing freshmen out there. But they've really stepped up and came around. Um, and we have a great receiver in Justin Bailey. So the passing attack's been good. Our run game has really disappointed me because I'm a run-first coach. That's what I like to do everything on. Um, we haven't blocked real well this year, and uh, there's various reasons for that. So – 
here in the last couple of games, we've been a lot more balanced, so I'm excited about that. So, you know, we'll try to do both tonight. We're talking with Ansley Litchfield head football coach Kurt Kolhanek here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. As, as a lot of our college coaches say, sometimes you have to be patient, and it's hard to be patient because you want success right now. You've touched on how some of these freshmen are stepping in. How did the injuries and other issues uh, affect this team, and how long did it take to, to get some of these guys where they're at right now? You know, we lost the Pates kid. The, the, he only played one game. And heading down to Loomis that night, I could just see it in their eyes. You know, you lose your best player and and, um, and not picking on him or anything. But, it, Doug, it honestly set us back three weeks, guaranteed. You take a look at uh, some of these teams that you've played and and you have, as you said, put some points up on these guys and the youth on the defensive side of the football. Even though they've given up some points, can you see what you are doing better that you can build on in the offseason and getting ready for next year? Definitely. I mean, we're going to work on defense, defense, defense. And a lot of it has to do with the younger kids, but I'm not going to blame it all. We had some kids that didn't step up this year and tackle the way they should. So it's I'm not going to blame it all on youth. It's just um, we just didn't – we had a lot – like I said, we didn't tackle well, and, and we work on it every day. So I don't know what was going on there. But they, they've came around finally as a unit. Um, the last two weeks have been the best they've practiced, and they kind of – all getting the feel of each other. It's just too bad it's at the end of the season. Well, you get Pleasanton tonight, and I always know that gets the juices flowing. It was a heck of a football game last year. I'm, I'm sure that the Bulldogs have a little revenge on their mind, but uh, what does Pleasanton have uh, on the field uh, that uh, concerns you tonight? Well, as always, they're going to be competitive. Um, Ansley Litchfield and Pleasanton, you know, they don't like each other, never have. So that's always, you know, like you said, it gets the juices flowing. You know, obviously we got – Pulowski there. So they're going to run the option. They're going to run misdirection. And then they dart somebody right down the field and can, and get a strike with the passing game. So um, everybody's got to do their assignment or you're going to get beat. They're, they've And we'll talk about it with Coach Wessel. They're kind of 50-50. They've been beat by some top five teams, and then they've handled their business against the non-ranked teams. It seems like it all kind of comes down for them to, to what they can do uh, defensively. And you guys have put some points on the board. Uh, you've got a chance to put some points on the board tonight. I think you would have to feel confident about that. We do. Um, like I said, we're going to have to be able to run the football. But like our passing came around, so... You know, Jaden Jones, this sophomore quarterback, um, if, if our line of scrimmage can can give him a few seconds and he uh, he plays good tonight, you know, we got a shot at winning. Hey, Coach, what kind of a scrambler is Jaden? Uh, if, if, if he's got to move around, uh, how does he handle that? Um, you know, Jaden's not the quickest kid in the world. I'll be the first one to say it, and, and he knows it. But he's, he's an athlete and he's elusive and he's tough. So, as far as scrambling, he's pretty good at it. Well, that's one thing we've always known. Uh, Ansley Litchfield kids, tough, physical, and I'm sure even though they're young, uh, here in the next couple, three years, we're going to see a heck of a brand of Spartan football and, and another chapter in the rivalry tonight. So, Kurt, hey, thanks for giving us a few minutes. Look forward to another great game tonight. Doug, appreciate it. You take care. Thanks, buddy. Kurt Kolhanek, the head football coach of Anthony Litchfield, will catch up with Ricky Wesslin, head coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs, as the New Tech Seed pregame show continues right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. 
crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Back on the new Tech Seed pregame show on Classic Hits, final game of the regular season for the Pleasanton Bulldogs and uh, wanting to get a win, get a good spot in the playoffs for next week and uh, go into those playoffs at 5-3. and three. Head coach Ricky Wesslin joins us. And, uh, Coach, it's uh, been a while since uh, we saw you earlier in the season and, and actually one of our more exciting games uh, against Axtell. And you've kind of seen uh, both ends of the ledger since then. Uh, you've seen two top five teams in Twin Loop and then Blue Hill last week and then a couple of teams that have struggled, Central Valley and, and SEM. So you really haven't had a competitive game since we saw you last. How have you handled the last month? Oh, just uh, trying to improve ourselves, you know, no matter what we play, if it's a, a caliber of team that's, you know, on the rise or a top dog like Blue Hill or Twin Loop, uh, we, just tried, we just focused on doing what we can do to get better, you know. It's, it's kind of unbalanced, like you said, when you get somebody like the four and fifth uh, ranked team in the state coming in. Uh, give the kids confidence by what they can do fundamentally rather than uh, trying to see who they're taking on. Talk a little bit about uh, defense. Obviously, these teams that have been in the top five have put points up on you. Is it just pure athleticism on their side, or have you had some struggles on the defensive side of the ball that you hope to fix tonight and, and into the playoffs? No, I think it's just great coaching and um, great talent that those programs have right now. You know, We all play small ball, and you could, it's cyclical. There are going to be years where you're stacked, which those two teams are. I talked to the Blue Hill coaches in depth after our game last week, and they said, well, Ricky, it's not going to look like this next year for us. I think they graduate uh, close to nine seniors. So, you know, it's just up and down. That's the way it goes in small class D football. How do you like the growth of the team here in the last month? Where have you seen growth in your team? Oh, I just had a meeting with our seniors last night and just appreciated everything they've given and just how they've all matured as individuals. I mean, it's only, you only get to see them a couple hours a night for about two to three months. But just to see the growth that they've had as far as maturity level, you know, being coachable, um, even simple things as body language. I mean, those things are improved. I mean, when you get those kids that buy in and then they're your leaders, that just spreads through the rest of the team and then it unifies the rest. You know, when they know we're all working for a common goal, and one of the goals we had this year was try to make it to playoffs um, didn't know quite how this year was going to go. We had a, you know, not everybody was out that we thought was coming out. And I tell you what, those kids that showed up truly wanted to be here and have truly you know, contributed to the team. And now we're sitting at looking at getting five and three for a season record this year. Ricky Wesson's the head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. I chuckled when you said it, Coach. That couldn't have been a very long meeting. You only have three seniors on the team this year. And, yeah. I, and we pointed that out uh, when we chatted with you earlier in the season kind of a building block do you look at this season as a building block without sliding the seniors because they're all starters and they all contribute for you but what you can do here this week and into the playoffs you're going to have a lot of these guys back next year if as you said everybody comes out uh and, and could really be a team to, to reckon with next year maybe a top 10 team of your so uh, in your own in your own right well i think so i mean we've had some kids that you know their first time as a starter was this year 
you know, some of them sophomores, and they've got in, and just they've just grown. They've become young men in a year in front or with our program here. It's great to see that. I mean, first time they got in the game, yeah, there was a lot of corrections you needed to make with them, but they're quick learners. And in fact, we have one young man, Jackson Keyshaw. He's a, he's out there on the field, and he's our little coach out there. They'll come up at halftime and say, "What do we do with this?" Or he tells the team, "Hey, I'm doing this on defense. You guys need to come over here." So yeah, it's nice to have kids just watching them mature that way um, out there on the field with you. Well, let's talk a little bit about Ansley Litchfield. Obviously, uh, this was a dogfight last year. It kept you from the postseason. They were able to go on and actually surprise some teams in the postseason. But right now, I think a lot of people are surprised that uh, their win-loss record isn't a little bit better. It's a great rivalry. We talked last year and over the years about you got families that are together for Thanksgiving, but they're knocking each other's heads off in this game. Yeah, we just had that comment. I had that comment to a student early today before school that, uh, hey, you got Thanksgiving dinner coming up. It's a big game for you. We just had a <laughs> discussion on that. So that's awesome. That's truly what it is. It's, you know, uh, family ties, friendships, neighbors, all that stuff. So it's these are kids that they're going to see year-round, you know, in town, going up there. You know, some kids farm up that direction. So they're going to bump into each other throughout the year. So it is a big rivalry for us. What do you see out of this year's uh, Ansley Litchfield team? Oh, they got some talented young kids, too. They're kind of in the same shoes we are. They've got some kids coming up. Um, I know like senior leadership that I notice is uh, Seth Rosiski, um, and he, I think he's doing a great job up there. Uh, but, you know, those younger kids, they're very athletic. you got uh, Bailey, uh, you got the uh, Cunningham kid, and you got Jones at quarterback. So, I mean, you got to watch what you're doing because they could get you with the pass at any time. Um, it's just it's a good offense that they have, but we got to be ready to capitalize when they do make a mistake. Last minute here with Ricky Westland. Uh, does does rivalry games uh, step up? I mean, is this the key rivalry for Pleasanton? I would say in the last couple of years, yes. Um, you know, just kind of the way things unfolded last year, we we had some injuries, and the thing I was bragging on the bragging to the team about is this was last year's game with them. It didn't end anywhere what we wanted it to look like. You know, we losing overtime by two points. 40 to 42, and not like how you, or how you like to finish your season and get knocked out of playoffs. But the thing that we learned and grew from last year with all the injuries, I mean, we had to finish the game, we had three kids in their positions on defense. Everybody else was out of position trying to hold on for dear life. Offensively, we were down to our fifth-string quarterback, which I don't think we have it slated as a fifth-string. <laughs> kid just stepped in. Uh, Clancy Smith did a great job. But uh, – it felt like old Pleasanton Bulldog football. There was Bulldog pride. One man goes down and another kid stepped in, and he was not going to let the team slide because he wasn't a starter or wasn't a second stringer. He just had Bulldog pride flowing through his blood, and he was wanting to do the best he could. So, I mean, that was that was a huge turning point in our program, I believe, just because the growth in that to know that man down, I'm up. Next man in, you're going for it. That's what I like to see, and I hope we can keep building on that in the future well, it's all part of what uh, high school sports is about, and that's what makes it so great. Uh, Coach Ricky Westland joining us here. Coach, best of luck tonight, and uh, uh, hopefully it'll be a good playoff run for you and the kids. Well, thanks for covering us, Doug. You bet. Ricky Westland, head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. We'll be back with starting lineups on Classic Hits 98.9 right after this on the new Tech Seed pregame show. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. 
New construction or just a remodel, for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's take a look at the starting lineup for tonight's football game brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Spartans of Ansley Litchfield, the center is number 50, 6'1", 280-pound senior Michael Harrop. The guards are number 42, 5'7", 190-pound sophomore Keaton Moore, and number 60, 6'2", 225-pound junior Zeke Abeda. At the end is number 81, 165-pound, 6-foot-1-inch freshman in Jackson Henry. At wide receiver, number 9, 6'3", 160-pound junior Justin Bailey. In the backfield, number 5, 5'11", 160-pound junior John Zimmer. The leading rusher, number 23, 6-foot-200-pound senior Seth Roseski. And the quarterback is number 3, 6-foot-165-pound sophomore Jaden Jones. He is just a sophomore, but was their starting quarterback last year as a freshman, as many will remember. Uh, had a ton of touchdown passes, especially to Rhodey in last year's overtime win. Uh, Jaden Jones, your quarterback. The head coach, Kurt Kohanek, assisted by Brent Kratzer, Cannon Blavelt, and Aaron Wagner. Ansley Litchfield, 2-5 and five on the season. For the Pleasanton Bulldogs, the starting center is number 46, 6-foot, 210-pound senior Bronson Gibbons. On the line, number 32, 5'9", 175-pound sophomore Connor Hand. Number 77, 6-foot, 210-pound junior Dylan Sievert. And number 98, 6'1", 235-pound junior Caleb Riesland. At the end, number 35, a 5'9", 175-pound sophomore Jackson Keyshaw. Number 2, 6'3", 185-pound senior Hunter Pates. The starting running back, number 24, 6-foot, 145-pound senior Travis Tolls. You will also see Kessler Dixon. Kessler is a 5'10", 150-pound sophomore. And the quarterback, number 22, 5'7", 160-pound junior Tyler Pulowski. The head coach is Ricky Westland, assisted by Casey Loomis, Kyle Giffen, and Jordan Arnsdorf. Pleasanton is 4-3 and three on the season with those three losses to top 10 teams in Class D2. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, but now the injury report. And uh, for Pleasanton, they're missing a few kids, uh, not a lot that would be in the so-called too deep. Uh, our roster and what you see as you're at the ball game tonight, you'll be able to tell the kids that are standing on the sidelines. It is not near what you see on the, the other side for well, what uh, Ansley Litchfield has standing there. And our entry report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Uh, one of their top players got hurt right before the Loomis game and uh, is out of the contest. Chris Pates having a little fun on his bike and uh, uh, rolled it up and then hurt his shoulder, his collarbone. So he is out. Uh, also, Simon Engard, a Senior, along with Dallas Rohde, Tyson Bailey, Reed Brockmeyer, Blake Rosiski, and Austin Esley. They are all out tonight 
most with injuries. And our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. And really the big hit there, Ryan, is uh, the injury to Chris Pates. He made a really good uh, triangle, if you will, with quarterback Jaden Jones and back Seth Rosesky. Well, absolutely. It's injuries. You know, you never want to see anything like this, but yeah, Ansley Litchfield, you could certainly say their season was uh, derailed a bit uh, by the injuries after having such a uh, prolific uh, postseason run uh, last year. Uh, Pleasanton a little bit more fortunate here, but like we've been talking about, both teams are awfully young, uh, so fortunate for years to come, but uh, that's not what we want to talk about today because today, tonight, it is game time, uh, and both these teams are going to be going out for it. So it'll be uh, Ansley Litchfield to receive the ball. They decided we're going to get out there and put our offense on the field. And uh, that's been the strength of this football team compared to what we said earlier in our pregame. Uh, Their defense has just not been able to tackle as well as they wanted tonight. And this is the guy right here that they're going to have to tackle, the leading rusher out of the quarterback position in Tyler Pulaski. Yeah, Pulaski, a really explosive player, can throw and uh, run. Uh, Prefers to run as he's only thrown about 22 or completed 22 passes on the year only thrown about a little over 50 uh, so Pleasanton will air it out when they have to but they're going to love to keep it on the ground they're going to want to keep this clock moving all night uh, and, and hopefully walk away uh, with a victory uh, leading them to the state playoffs well you've been listening to the new tech seed pregame show new tech seed your yield leader contact Terry and Jason Stark or a new tech seed dealer near you we are about ready for high school football here on classic hits and platriverpreps.com Pleasanton and Ansley Litchfield and we'll kick it off right after this Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filling. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. With our producer-engineer Jeff Ekstrom and Ryan Dahlgren, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to be with you here, ready to roll on what couldn't be a better night for football. One of the best nights we've had all year. It's like opening night, uh, only the final game of the season. Ansley Litchfield hoping to end on a winning note in Pleasanton, uh, hoping to get the win and then hit the road next week for the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, well, playoff bound, but of course they've got to get past Ansley Litchfield here tonight in this rivalry. Uh, These teams know each other very well last year. Uh, this game did decide uh, some playoffs, 
uh, hopes and aspirations, and tonight it very well could as well. But Pleasanton uh, going to want to take care of business here at home tonight. Well, again, we want to thank the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports action tomorrow night, uh, football, and then uh, next Monday and Tuesday, volleyball, and the football playoffs begin one week from tonight in eight-man action. So to kick it away here will be Grady Chandler. Moving from north to south, no wind to speak of, and the ball is in the air. Good boot back to the five-yard line. It'll be taken by Cunningham. The freshman starts right, cuts back to the left, makes one man miss, and then the kicker, Chandler, will make the tackle at the 19-yard line. So what you see in eight- and six-man football is a whole lot of athleticism. You have to be to uh, be able to play especially good defense. Yeah, uh, athletes across the field, uh, anyone has to be able to make a tackle, anyone has to be able to make a play uh, in eight-man, especially in six-man as well. Uh, Cunningham, though, nearly broke that one big. He had a lot of space here near the near side. Uh, Ansley Litchfield will take over. One of a lot of freshmen and sophomores that we will hear from throughout the football game tonight, especially for Ansley Litchfield. They'll come up with the four down linemen, three wide receivers, empty backfield here for quarterback Jaden Jones. Let's see how much... They want to do in motion tonight. Jones will probably throw the ball a lot. He's just going to go ahead and take off and run. Good downfield block, but he's only going to get two or three. A little timid as he got up there. His wide receiver, the freshman Jeff Cunningham, made some contact but then didn't finish his block, and that allowed two Pleasanton defenders, and maybe that was a problem. He didn't know which one to take. And a short gain on the play. Looked like he had a lot of running room. It's going to be a gain of three from the 19 out to the 22. Yeah, not quite as many yards as Jones would like, but a positive play uh, right off the first play of scrimmage is never a bad thing. Second down and seven. Now they'll line up with split backs. Turn, hand it off to Rosiski. Tries the left side, and there is no hole. Nowhere to go. Good defensive line surge. Led up front there by... Bronson Gibbons, and it's going to be a loss of a yard on the play for Seth Rosicki. And Seth is just going to be one of those kids, Ryan, that you're probably going to see a lot of that tonight, but he's going to bounce one, and he's going to be gone. They know where it's going. Pleasant's going to crowd that line, but once he gets past that line, he's going to have a lot of room. Third down and eight. Out of the eye formation, double tight end. Jones fakes the handoff back to pass. He's got a man wide open over here in front of the Pleasanton bench, and it is caught right on the first down marker by the freshman, Jackson Henry. Good wrap-up on the tackle by Hunter Pates. And let's see what they want to do. Our referee's going to have to come over and eyeball this one to see if, indeed, they have the first down. Yeah, great play there. Uh, good crossing routes um, on that pass play. Uh, Jackson Henry, a good receiver. There's a lot of height here for Ansley Litchfield, so uh, no surprise to see them airing it out. they got receivers at 6-1 and 6-3 uh, running downfield. Well, the chain gang bringing out the chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home, Carney Towing and Repair. And they will stretch the chains, and it is a first down. A completed pass of eight yards on the first pass attempt of the game for Jones. So Ansley Litchfield moving the ball here early. Um, you know, going to be passing the ball a lot tonight. But like you said, Rosiski, uh, wait until he gets going. You said he could bounce one out. He's got great vision. Uh, so expect to see him getting the ball plenty tonight. Well, a very positive start here. It's not a three and out. They're able to get a first down, get the ball out to their own 29-yard line, and maybe get something going here. Rosiski's going to line up as the fullback. Jeff Cunningham is going to line up as the eyeback this time. No wideouts, double tied in. Five down linemen, pitch play right side. Cunningham looks for the block, kicks it to the outside, has a little room, 30, breaks a tackle at the 35, and gets out to midfield. Nice run. And using a good block out there from Rosiski to get another first down, it would appear. They're going to mark it right on the 
line again, and they're going to say, yes, it is a first down. So a 10-yard run for the Ibac Cunningham. Yeah, good job right there by Ansley Litchfield of getting the uh, getting the edge and not allowing the uh, backers to flow. Jackson Henry also on that far side made a catch here earlier. Great block, uh, allowing for some of those extra yards. So another first down, and it'll be... First down and 10, turn, hand it Rosiski right up the middle, had a little bit of a hole to get into Pleasanton territory from their own 39-and-a-half-yard line, a gain of about three. Yeah, and Rosiski, a really big, strong back, 200 pounds, 6 foot uh, in height. Uh, he, can, he can run around you, but he can also run through you, uh, and it's always great to have an effective back like that in your backfield. Well, the boys up front are going to have to open some holes for him. Sophomore, junior, senior up front on that offensive line. Back to pass, Jones rolls out, lofts it here for the sideline, and the catch is made, and Justin Bailey takes a helmet right into the back after a short completion to about the 34, maybe the 33-yard line. That's only a gain of about three. They'll give him uh, three and a half, so it's third three and a half here for Ansley Litchfield. Yeah, Pulaski there doing a good job. Wasn't great coverage, uh, but he was able to recover and get to that play and eliminate extra yards and the height help they just threw it up there for him and he made a nice over the shoulder catch pitch play to the right side first touch for john zimmer got the seal he's got the first out of more down the sideline 25 and he's going to be pushed out of bounds as he gets close to the 20 yard line on the edge this is what we talked about they were probably going to have to make their hay from the edge and he's able to take the ball to the 25 yeah great effective use of the inside game or the outside game then to the inside game uh, Rasiski pound it inside and then let your faster backs get on the outside. And they are just reading their blocks. They like running it to the right here. They'll go unbalanced here in the backfield. First and ten again. Here's a counterplay. Rasiski likes to run into people, so he ran into three Bulldogs and got about a yard. Yeah, they were licking their chops right there. There's about three Pleasanton defenders, like you said, uh, defensive tackle and a couple of uh, linebackers there, and they were not letting Rasiski out of their grasp. I'll tell you what, uh, you've got to just uh, tip your hat to Scott Phillips just doing an outstanding job tonight on the PA. Uh, if, if you miss one tonight, you, you, Ryan, that's where you learn, right over there. Absolutely, absolutely. Second down and back to pass. Jones wants to go to the end zone. It is for Bailey, and it is underthrown and off the back of the defensive back, Kessler Dixon, who was face guarding or looking into the eyes there on the attempted pass to Bailey at the four-yard line incomplete. Yeah, really fortunate for Dixon there on that play. Uh, he was falling forward, kind of had his arms thrown in you know, forward motion, uh, but able to recover uh, and stop that pass. Incomplete pass. Nine minutes, uh, under nine minutes to go here in the uh, first quarter of play. Opening drive, ball at the 24-yard line. 8.36, excuse me, not 9.36, 8.36, so also chewing up some clock. Third and long here, and they will split out Bailey to the right side here. Lone back, Rasiski, fake the handoff. Looking, looking, pump fake. Jones might have to eat it. Now a little jump pass, and it is incomplete. Trying to get it to Bailey. He got to the line of scrimmage, and instead of taking his momentum across the line, he jumped straight up and threw the ball, and now it'll be fourth down and nine. Yeah, give him a little elevation. Uh, maybe hopefully giving him a little angle, but that was great defense of coverage by Pleasanton out there in man-to-man. They got one guy back deep in coverage. Uh, so heads up play there by the Pleasanton defense. So big play here for Ansley Litchfield. Three first downs on this opening drive, but they face a fourth and nine at the 24-yard line of the Bulldogs. Jones rolls to the right. He's got some pressure. He's going to have to get out of there. There's nowhere to go. And Riesland is going to wrap him up and bring him down. It was Bronson Gibbons who got in there early. And it was kind of weird because he was safe in the pocket, but all four of his offensive linemen were blocking for him, but he was right on the back of his center, and he had nowhere to scramble. So a big loss on the play out to the 32-yard line. They're going to lose eight. 
And that'll be uh, fourth down, turnover on downs. Pleasanton takes over. Yeah, occasionally you'll see uh, players in like college football squeak one of those through their linemen, uh, but nothing doing there by the Pleasanton defensive line. Good, strong, big up front uh, are the Pleasanton Bulldogs. All eight in the box here expecting the run. Wing T, they will run option, pitch it on the floor, and it is loose out there, and it's covered by Kessler Dixon. Pulaski pitch was way off the mark that time, and Dixon did a good job to go over and cover it. Yeah, you got to think Pulaski wants that pitch back because that play, the way it was developing with the fake uh, inside, was really developing to be a good-looking play uh, running to our near side. Um, but, of course, resetting the downs here second and a little bit longer here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Not the way they were looking to start. Dixon was the wing to the right side. A loss of four will be second down and 14 back at their 29-yard line. Pulaski sets him down with Tolls, the lone back. On the short side, he wants to go back to pass. He's got three men going deep, looking for Dixon. Dixon over the shoulder. He caught it, but he was out of bounds. It bounced off his shoulder pad, and he kept his eyes on it, but he was out of bounds down at the 25-yard line. And they sent jailbreak everybody. Dixon out of the backfield, sent Pates down the field, and his other end, Jackson Keyshaw, and now it's third and 14. Yeah, Coach Ricky Westland said, hey, you know what? You guys came out passing the ball. Well, we'll show our quarterback can pass the ball as well. It was a great thrown ball. Almost, you'd say, too well of a thrown ball as it hit his shoulder pad uh, and unable to catch the ball. Well, he caught the ball out of bounds, though. Trying to make that back shoulder and didn't. And, of course, with all of uh, the defensive backs in the box, really, they wanted to throw the ball. Now they show a four-wide look with three linemen. Here comes a blitz, a quick little screen, and it is dropped. Trying to get it to Pulaski. They actually had Pates lined up as the quarterback, and it is incomplete and a three and out here for the Bulldogs. Yeah, a couple unfortunate plays there. Uh, There's about two or three blockers ahead of the receiver, uh, and he had some space to run. Uh, now, Anzu Litchfield certainly would have uh, tried recovering, would have recovered well. They got some quick players out there, uh, but nothing doing. So it is a punting situation here. Time to boot it away. The kick is headed towards the sidelines so that Cunningham cannot return it. It is a short kick out of bounds at the 22-yard line from Keyshaw. And officially will mark that as uh, 11, 21, and about eight more. 29-yard punt. And Anthony Litchfield will take over. First down and 10. Each team has had possession of the ball once. We are scoreless with 7.25 to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, so far this game living up to the expectations. A rivalry game uh, should be a good one. Should go the distance. Well, we will keep you up to date on the scoreboard tonight as well, so stay with us. Carney High, 49 nothing over Omaha Benson at the half. Pitch play, right side, looking for some running room is going to be John Zimmer. Follows his block, squeaks across the 25, and scoots out to about the 27-yard line. Going to be a gain of four, third down and, or second down and six. Yeah, great blocking by Ansley Litchfield there, but even better defensive positioning by the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They got uh, their guys strung out wide enough, uh, not allowing a great hole for the Litchfield running back to get through. So on second down, we've seen a two or three different looks, but now they go to the base eye with both ends in. Balance line, fake the counter. They'll go to the right side with John Zimmer. He bounces outside again and got to the 30-yard line. A gain of three more. It'll be third down and three. Yeah, so some good hard-nosed running here by Ansley Litchfield. They opened up passing the ball a lot, but uh, they're finding some success on the ground, and they're continuing to stick with it. So the Spartans, uh, it's been pretty clean. Kind of keep in mind, 
in a rivalry game, uh, sometimes there'll be some chippiness, but we haven't had a flag. We haven't had any problems yet here in the first half of the first quarter. Third and a long three. Pitch play. It's jailhouse break over here. They're trying to block for Zimmer, and he is not going to get to the line of scrimmage without being hit by tolls and brought down a gain of maybe a half a yard. It's going to be fourth down and three. Yeah, Pleasant defense there, really resilient, string the play out again. These linebackers flow extremely well. Uh, did their job well, executed there, uh, bringing up fourth down here. Now here's a part of the game you're going to have to watch. Pleasanton opportunity to return this punt with Kessler-Dixon, and the big man, Michael Harrop, the 280-pound senior, is also the punter. So if he gets everything into this, you're going to have to go a long way, and it's almost blocked. Boy, great job coming right up the middle was Bronson Gibbons, and the ball will land and roll and roll and roll and roll and die at the six. Yard line, a heck of a punt that time of 43 yards and no return. Yeah, great composure there by Harrop. Sometimes you'll see uh, punters uh, sort of lose their composure in the backfield when they got a guy barreling straight down at them. Uh, but Harrop able to get it off and get a good, good roll there. Pleasanton starting deep in their own territory here. So we're scoreless. First down and 10 here, Pleasanton at their own six. Midway through the first quarter, 5.51 remaining on KKPR-FM. Carney. Pleasanton, Hazard, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Pulaski is under center. They'll send Dixon as the wing to the left side, and they're going to run that way, fake it, and go right up with the belly trap. Tolls will get across the 10 and blast out to the 15 before Jaden Jones jumps on to bring him down. It's going to be a gain of nine on the play, and it'll be second down. Well, they're going to eyeball it, but I'm sure it's second down and one. They're going to bring the chains in. So chain game coming out twice tonight. Sometimes you don't see that in an entire game. We love that. That gives us a chance to tell you about Carney Towing and Repair. They will be bringing out the chains if you are stranded on the side of the road. Carney Towing and Repair. No matter where you are, they'll get you home. We'll make the we'll make the first little uh, prediction of the night. Uh, it's it's short. Second down and one. Let's find out. You tell me, Ryan. I'm not even going to watch. Deal. Deal. And they're stretching it out right now. Teams eyeballing it. And it I'm wrong gonna... again. That keeps up. That keeps up my predictions. <laughs> it's never like fails. Never fails. Anti Jimmy the Greek, or else they're nine yard chains. I, you know, you, hey. I, I know a couple of these chain guys over here at Pleasanton. You got to be careful. It could be nine yard chains, but it officially goes down as a ten yard run for Travis Tolls and the first first down of the ball game here for the Bulldogs out to the sixteen yard line. Pulaski under center, and they'll roll to the right this time and hand it off to Tolls and an ankle tackle as they roll him through. After a couple of yards that time, Keaton Moore is able to hold on and bring him down. Yeah, Moore slipping through a couple of blockers there to make a good play. Um, Pleasanton had some guys in the second level, and that's exactly what you want. But what you don't want is a guy to slip through your blockers and make the tackle like they did there. Again, Kurt Kolhanek, uh, this is his stomping grounds in his second year now as the head coach at Ansley Litchfield. Really had a great run last year, and again, all these injuries uh, have, have uh, derailed their train a little bit this year. Tolls. Going to take the pitch left side. That's where Dixon is blocking. Gets to the outside, 25. Gets to the 30, and he'll be brought down across the 30-yard line and around the 31. Another good gain on the play. And that's going to be a gain of 11, maybe 12, and it'll be first down. Yeah, great blocking again out on the outside for Pleasanton. Occasionally, you'll see Ansley Litchfield uh, you know, kind of key on uh, their outside runs and beat them to there. Uh, to the edge, but Pleasanton doing a really, really good job here early on uh, on the second drive of getting out the, to the outside. Well, and Ansley Litchfield has been doing a good job tackling. 
they haven't got run over. I mean, they got run over one time there, and it was a one-on-one. Jones was able to make the tackle, but so far they're tackling. Now four wideouts, and Pates is going to line up as the quarterback again. It's going to be a quarterback draw. He slipped a little bit, and he got back to the line of scrimmage. A good job of staying home. Making the tackle again is Keaton Moore, and it'll be second down and nine. He might have got a half a yard. Yeah, you got to believe that uh, we're talking about their tackling. Ainsley Litchfield has a little extra uh, motivation here tonight. Uh, they're not going to be making the playoffs, uh, but they have a chance to spoil Pleasanton's opportunity. Uh, and, you know, as much as you love rivalry games, sometimes when there's a little extra in the mix, it uh, makes for a little more excitement. You know these Ainsley Litchfield Spartans are fired up out here. Well, they saw something on film there that that was going to go, and it was uh, an ankle tackle away from going. And now Pulaski back to pass, throws it as far as he can, wheel round, and Dixon caught it at the 25, and he'll be shoved out of bounds close to the 20-yard line. The tackle made by Jaden Jones. And Jones just a half step uh, too slow there. Uh, would have been in decent position, but uh, just threw his arms up. Uh, fortunate that that one didn't go a little bit further for Pleasanton, maybe even to the house. Uh, but good play by Jaden Jones, uh, not allowing those extra yards. A 28-yard pass completion and another first down here for Pleasanton. We are scoreless with 3.45 to go in the first quarter, but the Bulldogs now have just got it into the red zone. And Pates to throw again. Pulaski, wide receiver screen, comes back to the middle, gets to the 15, slips a man to the 10, and he's going to walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Pleasanton. So the Bulldogs have a little wrinkle here. He said, uh, Ricky Westland told me off air, you're going to get a big dose of 22 tonight. They've got a little new offensive wrinkle, and that is it. Pates to Pulaski, our five points bank touchdown, 6 nothing, Pleasanton. Yeah, Pulaski, great, uh, elusive back there. Uh, four down linemen for uh, Ansley Litchfield there. Uh, you have to know that the coach was keen on that. They will go for two. Pulaski out of the eye formation. Dixon's going to take it, then pitch it back on an end around like we saw in the Monday night game, and it didn't work. They tried to do a little something that the Bears did the other night. Bronson Gibbons lined up at the left end, and it was like a flea flicker back to the slot back, and the two-point run is no good. But with 3.39 to go here in the first quarter, our first score of the game, Pleasanton 6, and Ansley Litchfield nothing. Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasant and meat processing says tear them up, Bulldog. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And we are ready to get the kickoff away here from Chandler. And no, they're going to switch it up and let Riesland kick it. It's a pooch kick, the ball bouncing on the ground, and Jones is able to cover, cover it at the 25 just ahead of Tyler Pulaski sprinting down there. So all the stops are out. Pleasanton had a big lead in last year's game. Pulaski got hurt. Some of the other kids got hurt, and that allowed Ansley Litchfield to come back. They needed two touchdowns and two two-point conversions in the last five minutes of regulation. They did it, and there just wasn't any bodies left for the uh, Bulldogs, and they got beat 44-42 in overtime. 
First down and 10, Ansley Litchfield. Their third possession, Pleasanton drove 74 yards to score on the last one. They'll fake the uh, pitch back, and they'll give it to Rosiski, and the fullback going to just run straight forward for a couple out to the 27. Yeah, slow developing play there. Sometimes you see those uh, inside traps of the fullbacks uh, develop a little quicker, and that's when you see some big hitters there. Uh, but Pleasanton, the linebackers, doing a good job of staying home. Nice drive to start the game for Pleasanton. Got stopped on fourth and nine at the 24-yard line of the Bulldogs, and then Ansley Litchfield got a 43-yard punt, the second possession. Now they'll go to the shotgun here with quarterback Jaden Jones back to pass, wants to throw it as far as he can, and now goes underneath, and it's through the hands of Justin Bailey in double coverage, but that pass was right on the money, and Bailey just couldn't grab it out there between Tolls and Pulaski, and uh, also over there with a little help is Dixon. Yeah, Bailey is uh, Jones' number one target. Uh, it's easy to see why those 6-3, you can usually lob balls up to those guys, and especially against a, a shorter Pleasanton team. Uh, they got a few guys uh, with some decent height, uh, but nothing like 6-3 and 6-1 out there for the Bulldogs. Now the Spartans, they need a first down here. They, they played well in the first quarter, but a 3-and-out, a 74-yard drive against you, and now you face third down and eight at your own 27-yard line. Jones on the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Rosiski. Pleasanton is not fooled, and we've got some penalty flags in there. This might be a face mask. I'm not sure how it could be a holding because he was past it. It is going to be a hold. The referee says it is going to be a hold. This, I'm sure, will be declined because Rosiski only picked up a yard. It'll be fourth down and seven yards to go. Although, as good as the defense is, they may accept it. Nope. First penalty flag of the game, and they're going to go ahead and decline that. So a one-yard game for Seth. Five carries, eight yards. And the big boy is going to have to punt it again, Michael Harrop. Last time, a 43-yarder. Yeah, I'd certainly like to get a, a, another punt just like the last one off here. Of course, they, they want to uh, hold Pleasanton a little better than they did on Pleasanton's second drive. Ethan Samuelson runs into the ball game. And here comes the punt unit, which could be a wide couple of wide receivers, but I don't see you're going to see the lineman Harrop throw the ball. Good snap. This time a high, shorter kick. Fair catch called for, and Dixon fumbled the football, and Anzi Litchfield's got it. They fumble the football, and Ansley Litchfield's got it at the 18-yard line. That's just a case. Kessler Dixon, uh, he made what seemed like the wise choice on the last punt to let it go. Of course, it was a fortunate roll for uh, the Spartans. Uh, this time, though, opting maybe to do the less wise of the decisions. He was late getting to that punt. It was basically on his knees when it got to him. Uh, and, yeah, just a muffed punt there. So huge break here by the Ansley Litchfield Spartans. First down and 10. Fumble on the punt return. It'll be Ansley Litchfield at the Pleasanton 19-yard line on first down. They're going to pitch it to Jeff Cunningham, tries the left side, gets hit, gets stood up, gets driven back, didn't get anything but to the line of scrimmage. It'll be second down and 10. And now we're seeing the physicality here from the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Uh, you haven't really seen too much, but uh, the Bulldogs getting a little extra uh, nudge there uh, to the Litchfield, uh, Ansley Litchfield uh, running back. Second down. Now can Ansley Litchfield do something with it? Trailing 6 to nothing here at Pleasanton with 2.20 and the clock running in quarter number one. Quick snap, pitch play. Cunningham right side, tries to cut it back against the grain, and he is planted by Pulaski. Behind the line of scrimmage, a two-yard loss. Yeah, good single leg takedown there by Pulaski in the backfield. <laughs> uh, great tackle, a quick Quick defender, you get him in the backfield, and he's going to make some, uh, wreak some havoc. Well, the state champion wrestler, you nailed it right there. I knew exactly what to do. It'll be third down and 11 at the Pleasanton 21-yard line. Will they take the deep shot, or will they try and do it through two downs? Back to passes, Jones looking deep, now decides to scramble, and he's just going to throw it away. That's going to be grounding. There's nobody there. 
there's nobody there. They're going to throw a flag. Yeah, this isn't college. This isn't the NFL, as our co-host uh, Jimmy Langan tells us all the time. The pass uh, intentional grounding rule is different in high school ball. And uh, deep in the route was Jackson Henry, but Jones never really even looked over there and uh, took the safe route, and now it'll be a grounding call, our first accepted penalty of the football game, and it'll be fourth down, so mark it off, and they'll have to go for it, but it's going to be a lot longer than 11 yards. Yeah, and that's one of those plays, too. It's, I mean, as a, as a football player, as just a, just a general football player, you, you, you normally know what the rules are, and, and a lot of times it's because you watch football on TV. Uh, some of the more intricate football rules here in, in high school aren't always discussed, and that was seeming like a case there where he you know, had a safe dump off uh, to get the ball away, but not in high school football. We've got a timeout on the field after the five-yard penalty. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It'll be fourth down at about 17 for Ansley Litchfield. The ball is at the Pleasanton 23-yard line. They trail 6-0 on Classic Hits. It's never too late for Endzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Endzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Endzone's wide application window, you can even add Endzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Endzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Endzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Endzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Ansley Litchfield will run out to the from the sidelines to take the snap. Jones is going to go back to pass, looking deep down the left side, and he overthrows his intended target, Bailey, and that will be it. So the turnover, Ryan, uh, did not hurt Pleasanton. They played good defense, actually gained some yards after that. This is about where they would have had the punt. Yeah, no, they. You know, you're always disappointed when you lose the ball, but when you see your defense come out time and time again, get good big-time stops, uh, you got to be happy as a coach. So it'll be first down and 10. Pleasanton up 6 to nothing. They'll send Dixon in motion. Quarterback follow. Penalty flag. Pulowski breaks it. 35-40. Sprint down the left side. Bailey giving chase. He cuts back at the 20, the 15, the 10. He's still trying to get to the end zone. The 5 to the other pylon. He's in. But unfortunately, it's coming back. And another late penalty flag there thrown in the end zone as well. With a, I believe that'll be a horse collar. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see two penalty flags maybe offsetting here. Yeah, there is a flag once they got into the end zone. Pulaski did a good job of running, but uh, that 53-yard touchdown run is going to be negated. Man, just the way the field looks, the way he ran it, it looked like we were watching college football on a Saturday night somewhere, and the officials will have to call this. Now we have to find out, was that after the touchdown slash after the play? That could be a big difference on the way they assess the uh, penalty yardage there with the after-the-play type of deal or, uh, um, you know, if they're counting it as he's crossing the line, yeah. And this is a veteran crew. The official needs to say, yeah, it was during the play, not after the play. But that they're taking long enough. It doesn't look like that's what's going to happen. Let's find out. So if that happens, 
You will have the hole marked off. Then you will have the 15-yard penalty marked the other way. And if it's a personal foul, they're going to get a first down on this. And then uh, five yards more, it would move it out to about the 32, 33-yard line. So we'll see what our officials tell us here. Mr. Grimm walks this way. Now he's going to talk to Pleasant Coach Ricky Weston about what happened. It's going to be a legal procedure or a false start, not a hold. And horse collar on the other end. So they will call that a dead ball and will enforce both penalties. So uh, one of those where it will probably leave some of the uh, fans a scratch in their head as to what happened, but uh, it will negate the touchdown, but it will be a positive play for Pleasanton. Yeah, one of those, um, you see these time and time again, it seems like in college football, offsetting penalties and stuff like that. Uh, talking a little bit about that horse collar call, that sometimes that's rough because you want to make a play. And sometimes you have no nothing available really but the horse collar to grab if a guy's faster than you. Uh, and that seemed like the case there. But Pulaski just, wow, looked like a grease pig as he was running, evaded about two or three tackles near the end zone and cut all the way across the grain um, to score a touchdown that ultimately got called back. Well, and uh, they will have the five-yard backwards, the 15 yards forwards. And anytime you see that 15-yard penalty in the eight-man game, it just seems like they're walking half the field off. And it will be first down, so instead of a 53-yard touchdown, it's a 10-yard gain via penalty. And a first down and 10 here for the Bulldogs at the 37-yard line, leading it 6 to nothing. as we have 1.23 to go here in the first quarter. Put the wing to the left, Tolls right behind his quarterback, Pulaski, who will pitch it to him. They'll run to the left. Pulaski gets it out there to Tolls. Tolls breaks a tackle at the 40, 35, 30. He's down the sideline, 25, breaks another tackle, and he's going to be out of bounds inside the 20 at the 18-yard line, a gain of 25 on the play. Well, it did take Pleasanton long to get back onto uh, the Ansley Litchfield side of the field. A great run there by Tolls, but time and time again when the Pleasanton Bulldogs run to the outside, I'm just and extremely impressed with how their wide receivers block. Uh, not a lot of times do you see receivers in eight-man. Uh, it's, it's Honestly, it's a hold is what they do, but they do such a good job of keeping their arms inside that they just continually push these uh, Spartans back. Well, and I don't think I'm wrong on this, but they've run to the wing side every time. Wherever Dixon is lined up, that's the side they run to. First and 10 at the 18-yard line. He goes in motion from right to left. Quarterback keeper, this is what he scored on, but they called a penalty, and Pulaski will lower his shoulder, run over the linebacker at the 10-yard line, and a good gain on first down. It's going to be about nine and set up second down at one. Yeah, you, you don't see the uh, quarterback ISO called very often, but when you got a, uh, a quarterback as you know strong as a, um, physical as a Pulaski, uh, it's not a bad call to go to time and time again. Well, now uh, Pates is going to come out, and the freshman Tice Westland is going to check into the ball game as a end. He'll line up on the left side. That is where the wing back or H back Dixon is. Second out and one at the nine. They'll give it to uh, Tolls. Tolls breaks a tackle at the line of scrimmage, gets inside the five, lowers the shoulder pads, and gets into the end zone for a touchdown, officially 10 yards for Travis Tolls. Well, I don't know how full the defense was. It was good blocking, but I was certainly fooled by uh, Pulaski. I thought he still had the ball, but uh, a good give, a good give call there because uh, Ansley Litchfield's ends were uh, barreling down. So they'll line up and go for the one-point conversion this time. Last time the two-point run failed, 12 to nothing. Pulaski is the holder, and it's a low one, and he 
rolls to him, so he's got to run fire drill, and he throws it into the end zone, and it's good anyway. The two-point conversion is complete, so that's not what they meant to do, but Jackson Keyshaw says thanks very much. Our five points bank touchdown, a 10-yard run from Travis Tolls, and with 29 seconds to go in the first quarter, it's Pleasanton 14, Ansley Litchfield nothing. Beef producers, if you're looking for palatable roughage for your herd, the Animal Nutrition Team at Aurora Cooperative has the solution. Aurora Co-op has up to 1,000 tons of seed corn cobs available now. They're clean, dry, provide twice as much energy as corn stalks, and Aurora Co-op will deliver them to you. They also have bunker covers for high-moisture corn piles. For more information, call Dan in Grand Island at 308-380-8142. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, your future. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. And welcome back to high school football here on Classic Hits. 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter, 14 to nothing in favor of Pleasanton. Let's see what they decide to do. They kicked it deep once, then a short kick. Now they'll kick it fairly deep again. Taken at the eight-yard line by Jeff Cunningham. Comes up the right hash. Now tries to get all the way to the left side. There's a good block at the 20, the 25, and he'll be brought down to the 26-yard line. And Jaden Jones just slapped his helmet and said, oh, he had his guy. And then when the run went to the other side, he kind of gave up on the block, and then all of a sudden, here comes his return man, and he lost containment, but still a good return out to the 26-yard line, first and 10 Spartans. Yeah, Seth Eckel uh, was getting blocked off, and, you know, when it went to the far side, the, yeah, his defender just kind of, his blocker just let him go, and he's the one who made the tackle. Lanza Litchfield had three first downs on their opening drive, none on the next two. They'll start at their own 26-yard line. Pitch play to Zimmer, right side, has a hole, got a big hole, 30-35 down the sideline, 40, Pleasanton territory, and he's run down by Dixon inside the 30, and they'll mark him down at the 33-yard line. They'll say he stepped out of bounds at the 33. Yeah, Kessler Dixon had the angle there, and he's really fortunate he did because John Zimmer has the speed uh, that if, you know, the guy doesn't have quite the angle on him, he's going to outrun you to uh, the... the uh, to the end zone. Uh, so a great play by Ansley Litchfield, gaining a little bit of momentum here. A 21-yard gain, first and 10, Ansley Litchfield. Probably the final play of the quarter. They'll hand it straight up the middle, and Cunningham, trying to keep him honest, wiggles his way up to the 30-yard line. That's going to be a gain of three, and that will be the end of the first quarter of play. Final game of the regular season for these two squads, and after one, Pleasanton 14, Ansley Litchfield nothing. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specialize in you. 
Plessis Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winterization is on Plessis Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Plessis Marine 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com slash trade. That's buzzesmarine.com slash trade. Welcome back to the Carney Tillion Repair broadcast booth here at Pleasanton. Doug Duda along with Ryan Dahlgren ready to start the second quarter of play. Ansley Litchfield right in front of us now moving from left to right or north to south. They trail at 14 to nothing, but they're at the 30-yard line now of the Bulldogs. Hand off over the right side. There's just absolutely nowhere to go for Seth Rosiski. Rosiski had five carries for eight yards in the first quarter. Zimmer, five carries for 37. Cunningham, four carries for 11. They completed their first two passes for 11 yards, but Jones, 0 for his lap, four. Two penalties for 20 yards, one penalty for five yards for the Bulldogs. Travis Tolls, five carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown in the football game. 20-yard touchdown pass as well from Pates to Pulowski. The other score, third down, and we'll call it seven yards to go. Fake the pitch, looking backside screen, and it is just flat out dropped into the hands of Justin Bailey. He was going to have to do everything on his own out there. They're trying to fool the defense, and hopefully he's got a one-on-one. It was a one-on-two because Dixon was over there along with Jackson Keyshaw. And Ryan, right now, when Ansley Litchfield does move the ball, they get inside the 30, inside the 20. They've had trouble getting another first down once they get into Pleasanton territory. Yeah, uh, this Pleasanton Bulldog defense really, we saw in the Axtell game, Ben Bedot break. Uh, they'll give up some yards, but they like to keep you out of the end zone. And we are going to have a timeout called here by Ansley Litchfield. It'll be their second of the first half. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. We go to the scoreboard in Class A. Kearney High, 49, Omaha Benson, 7 with the running clock in the third quarter. In Class B, Elkhorn South, 7, Gretna nothing. Those are the top two teams in B. In C1, Minden and Gothenburg, 7-7 in the second quarter. Fairbury leads Milford Dorchester, 14-0 in the second. In D1 tonight, Southwest all over Alma, 40-6 in the first. Cambridge leads Amherst in the second, 14-7. Franklin leads McCool Junction, 13-0. And East Butler over Nebraska Christian, 14-0 in the second. And the other second quarter score in D2, Arapaho 26, Eustis Farnham, nothing. And that's where we are at for tonight's high school games. Brought to you by the Simonson Agency in Kearney. Now we're ready to go again on fourth down. Jones back to pass. Looking, looking for Bailey. He's going to throw to the end zone, and there's some contact, and Bailey pushes off. He makes the catch, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown. I do not see any laundry. And a touchdown here from 30 yards away. Yeah, the Pleasanton fans may have a little to grumble about there, but that was a case where both the receiver and the defender were pushing back and forth off of each other. Uh, and, you know, it's a good no-call there. A great, great pass there by Jones uh, to get six on the board for the Spartans. So our five points bank touchdown, a 30-yarder from Jones to Bailey, and now they line up to go for two out of the I formation. And they'll turn and pitch it right side. Zimmer following Rosiski, and he is not going to get in there again. A nice job of getting into the backfield by Bronson Gibbons. And so with 11.08 to go in the second quarter, Ansley Litchfield's on the board, but Pleasanton leads it 14-6. 
Farmers and ranchers are gearing up to get their crops out of the field, and sometimes they have to take the main roads to get there. You've probably gotten stuck behind one of those slow-moving orange triangles a time or two. Well, this fall, the Buffalo County Farm Bureau would like to remind everyone to slow down, be careful, and drive safely. These men and women are planting food for our tables. So next time you get stuck behind a farmer on the way to the field, just give him or her a wave. It's just food in progress. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Since 1902, Carrier has been inventing new ways to make people comfortable. And today, comfort can also mean efficiency. Because being more efficient with your home heating can mean spending less on it. And that's something everyone can get comfortable with. If you're ready for Carrier Comfort, now you can get cool cash rebates of up to $1,650 on a new system. Carrier, turn to the experts. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. And we are ready to uh, kick it away here for Ansley Litchfield after the touchdown. 14-6, to and the ball is booted away by Jones. Good, strong kick, and it's fumbled back there, bouncing around at the 10-yard line and picked up by Dixon at the 15. He'll bring it out to the 20-yard line. Took a pretty good kick for him, and he was able to go scoop it up. So no harm, no foul, and it is Pleasanton Bulldog, uh, Pleasanton Bulldog football. Ansley Litchfield, the Spartans, doing a good job of maintaining their lanes on that play. A lot of times when you see the ball hit the uh, hit the ground on uh, either a punt return or a kick return, guys kind of lose their heads and just beeline straight for that ball. Uh, could have been a broken play there, but uh, no, Ansley Litchfield, uh, very well-coached ball club here, even though they are very young. So first down and 10, Pleasanton in a battle here, trying to get into the playoffs against one of their rivals here, Ansley Litchfield. Again, Basically, everybody in the box, and they'll run right side. Pulaski fakes the give, then breaks a tackle, gets into the clear. He's going to win most foot races, the 40, the 30, the 20. Touchdown, Tyler Pulaski. So one play after Ansley Litchfield scores. A 60-yard run by Tyler Pulaski to put it back to a two-score ball game. Pulaski's quite the athlete. Good job there getting the edge. And then, yeah, like you said, he gets the edge, and he is just gone. He's going to win most foot races. you got to have a pretty decent angle uh, to catch Pulaski. Uh, great, great uh, play calling there uh, by the Pleasanton Bulldogs. So now they're going to line up. They've tried to run it. They've tried to kick it. And then when they kicked it, it was a bad snap, so they got a two-point conversion. Now they're going to go for two with Pulaski under center. And they'll run to the left side. He'll keep it himself, and he'll get in there for the two-point conversion. That's one of those that kind of just rips the heart right out of you. So now the Spartans have to respond again. Our five-points bank touchdown. Five-points bank, the better bank in Kearney, a 60-yard run by Tyler Pulaski. So he's ran one in, and he's caught one. And your score is Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield 6. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren back with you here at Pleasanton. Another kickoff. This time the Bulldogs ready to boot it away and Keyshaw pops it into the air and it will be caught and going straight down to the ground with it is going to be Ethan Samuelson down at the 33-yard line and that's one of those where now they pull him over to the side and say, hey son, you can fair catch that because he was fair game. He caught it and went straight to the ground knowing that he was going to get lit up. Good job by Pleasanton not to light him up and get the penalty. Yeah, no, that's good heads up. I was just going to say, good of him to get onto the ground instead of trying to gain a few extra yards like you'll see some umpbacks do. So it'll be first down and 10. Great starting field position here for the Spartans, trailing 22-6. to six. Pitch play, looking to the right, following the hole. Zimmer, and he's going to squirt to the 35, stretch out to the 36-yard line, a gain to three. Boy, and what a collision there as that play was developing. Travis Tolles looked like a torpedo trying to barrel through, but a great block by the Spartans there uh, to allow, uh, you know, a yardage gain. Sometimes, you know, a two-yard gain isn't the most great thing in the world, but certainly beats a two-yard loss. Coming up on uh, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, first half stats, scores, previews of tomorrow's game on second down and long seven. Jones back to pass. He's got a receiver open but was a little late throwing it out there, and it's caught by Bailey, and there is a penalty flag for pass interference because Dixon knew that he was beat, and it's going to be a first down into Pleasanton territory at the 34-yard line, a gain of about 11 on the play, and a first down here for Ansley Litchfield. So finding a little room here is Jones, and he is uh, looking at his number one man and having a lot of trouble, and he's had the time. Uh, So give credit to this offensive line trying to get it to the number two guy. Well, Justin Bailey there was backpedaling, it seemed like. I don't think he was doing it on purpose, but he was so open. He had some time and space. Great play. Well, actually, I guess maybe they will accept the penalty because the penalty is 15 yards and the completion is 12 yards. So it's really a three-yard penalty against the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Bailey's probably got to be a little upset. He could have ta- you know, used those, little, those start yards, the stat line, help him out a little bit there for the season totals. So first down and 10. Spartans again are in Pleasanton territory at the 30-yard line out of the I formation. Jones under center. Pitch play right side. Running the wrong way is Cunningham, and he is going to lose a lot of yardage. And again, he'll get coached up here. They'll say, listen, young freshman, you have to keep the wheels going forward because they're coming after you and you're just standing there. And that is a loss from the 30 back to the 37-yard line, a loss of seven, second and 17. Yeah, great play there by the Pleasanton uh, defensive line there. We've seen them get some, uh, a little bit of pressure here time, uh, time and time again there. <laughs> there was nothing doing there for the Spartans running back. So let's see if Jones goes to the air with both backs split, and he will. Looking deep again, has time, throws down the middle of the field, and he has got Zimmer complete inside the 15 to the 10 and brought down at the five-yard line. A gain of 32 on the play, and forget the loss. They're able to go through the air, and Jones looking great right now. Yeah, Jones putting some good balls out deep. 
Uh, this Pleasanton, and you know, this defense can't be too upset either. They've got fairly good coverage. It's just better throws uh, and good catching hands uh, by the Spartans. Well, Zimmer just kind of started it with that little wheel route down the sidelines, and the defensive back's on him, on him, then he just exploded with a deep slant. Pitch play, Zimmer's going to run it to the left side, gets one block inside the five, gets to the end zone, touchdown, Spartans. What an impressive response to the one-play 60-yard run by Pulaski as they are able to go 47 yards in minimal time here and punch it into the end zone to cut it to 22-12, to and now a two-point conversion away from making it an eight-point game. And we've seen two-point conversions come uh, into the factor of who wins and loses games, so you definitely need to get these. Angel Litchfield lines up. Out of the eye formation, Jones, a little longer count. He wants to throw the football, looking, looking, has all day to throw, needs to roll, rolls out, now throws over the middle, and it is complete. He just had all day to throw it. Great job by the three men up front, three-man rush, and he finds Bailey for the two-point conversion. So our five-points bank touchdown is a five-yard run from John Zimmer after he hauled in a 30-yard reception. And with 9.07 to go here in the second quarter of play, our third touchdown of the quarter, it is Pleasanton 22 and Ansley Litchfield 14. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And the line drive kick by Jones is going to find its way all the way into the end zone. And so it'll be first down and 10 at the 15-yard line here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. So Ansley Litchfield coming in at 2-5, and five, and one of those was via a forfeit earlier in the year. So their first true win on the field was last week. But they're playing much better than a 1-5 football team right now. Well, they got the taste of victory last week in their mouths. Uh, and to top that off, they're playing a rival here with the possibility of keeping them out of the playoffs. They've got everything to play for, contrary to what some might believe out here. Uh, and Ansley Litchfield uh, really taking it to Pleasanton here early. And all of those young men out seven at least on this roster. First down and 10, Pleasanton up 22-14. to 14. Pulaski pitch play, tolls right side, finds the edge, gets the 20, comes back in, and Rosiski will plant him once he gets to the 24-yard line. It appears that he's going to be just short of the first down, a gain of nine for tolls, who now has 68 yards here and a touchdown in the first half. A cracker of a hit there by Rosiski. Tell you what, he's not the guy that you want to face off in the Oklahoma drill. A sure tackler, uh, as sure of a tackler as there is on the Ansley Litchfield team. So now second and very short. Pulaski has shown that he can throw the ball. Pates is coming in, thrown it a couple of times, but they'll put Pulaski under center. See if they keep that quarterback follow play, which he scored the 60-yard touchdown on. Second and one. Quarterback follow, but he's going to be hit in the backfield. His knee's down. Nice play in there. Rosiski got into the backfield. It'll be third and one. 
And it almost seemed like uh, Pulaski was going to keep up on the, you know, keep his knee off the ground there. Uh, but no, the Spartans got back in the backfield too quickly and kept that one from going anywhere. Again, kind of showing a wrestling move. Somebody came in low, took a shot on him. He got his hand on the ground, spun around, but his knee had already hit. So third and one at their own 24. See if Pulaski comes straight ahead. That's exactly what he'll do, and they'll follow and push and shove, and he's going to get a whole bunch of yards, about five, up to the 30-yard line. Nice job of following his big center in Bronson Gibbons, and very few times do you run a quarterback sneak for five yards, but that's what just happened. First down and 10, Bulldogs. Look like a rugby scrum out there, just eight men in the box, and it has for much of the night tonight. Both of these teams really loading the boxes here, uh, but they know the bread and butter is on the ground. Uh, we've seen Ansley Litchfield throw it a little bit. Pleasanton has as well. Uh, we'll see what they do here. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, Ansley, Berwin, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. First and ten, spread it out. Now four wide. Pates is going to take the snap. Quick little wide receiver screen again to Tolls this time, and they wrap him up behind the line of scrimmage. Bailey over there to upend him for a loss of one. Yeah, and this Ansley Litchfield team uh, building momentum, continuing to build momentum. If they get a stop here, it'll be huge for their team uh, trying to even the score lineup. I'm guessing Coach Ricky Wesson and his staff envisioned that that play was going to be a little bit better when they put it into their uh, rotation and put it into their offense this week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, always got to throw a little few wrinkles in there. But, yeah, Ansley Litchfield, though, uh, hats off to them. They've been doing a good job, as good a job as you could do against this good uh, Pleasanton team. So second down and 11. They'll send in motion Dixon again. Quarterback follow up over his center, trying to hide as Pulaski gets to the 35, the 37. He's so short at about 5'6". Sometimes you lose him, but good containment. He gets a nice gain on the play from the uh, 28-yard line all the way up to the 37. It's going to be a gain of 9. It'll be third down and 2. Yeah, and hide is the correct word to use there. I almost thought he was tiptoeing from up here in the booth. Uh, hard to uh, sneak around, though, with those pink tape that they got around their shoes, though the entire Pleasanton team does. And again, yeah, their cancer night here as well. They broke the huddle quick. That probably means virtually the same play. Nope, pitch play right side. They'll get Tolls. Tolls is going to get the first down as he gets into Ansley Litchfield territory at the 39, 38-yard line. Short gain, but it's enough to move the chains. Yeah, a good methodical drive here by Pleasanton. Most of Pleasanton's drives, aside from that uh, one uh, touchdown score by Pulaski, have been pretty methodical, uh, and that's you know good to eat the clock up, keep the game short, and, uh, and allow a team that you know is trying to build momentum to not be able to gain as much momentum. Now two big touchdown plays, a 60-yard run and a 20-yard pass, but uh, they have ground up some time here as we are down to six minutes to go in the half 22 14 Pleasanton first and 10 at the 39 yard line of Ansley Litchfield two wide outs fake the jet sweep straight up the middle Pulaski and a jersey tackle as he gets to the 34 yard line holding on from behind that time for Ansley Litchfield is going to be Samuelson with Rosiski able to finish him off so the quarterback draw is good enough for about five and a half we'll call it second down and a long four I'm not sure where Pulaski's going to college, but if he was choosing to play football, uh, Georgia Tech or Navy might be the school. The way he's riding those reads uh, is an excellent job continually fooling the uh, Spartan defense. That was the first time that Pleasanton had run that particular play, and now they will put Pulaski in the pistol with both backs in front of him to block. And Pulaski's just going to run Wildcat right side. He's got the first down inside the 30, bounces off 25, right sideline 20, still dancing down to the 10 before he is brought down should have enough 
for a first and goal situation here for the Bulldogs. Yeah, student body right there was the play call just sent, you know, everyone over there. Uh, and as a quarterback or former quarterback, you got to love that and the way Pulaski's running. Uh, the leading uh, rusher here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs coming into the game, he had 760 yards, averaging 108. Uh, if he hasn't already got that, he's well on his way here tonight. Well, that got him to 112 here in the first half. Now 60 of it on the first on the uh, touchdown run, but that's still pretty good getting the other 50-plus in the first half of play. First down and goal right at the 10-yard line. Pulaski under center. Going to ride to the right side and read Tolls, and Tolls gets him a little bit of room, but not the biggest gain. Uh, they've been getting good cracks of yardage almost every time, but this time it'll be held to about... Now, when are they going to put the ball? Finally, they'll put it down at the seven, so we'll call it a game of three. And Ansley Litchfield really needs to set in there and hunker down on their defense. Uh, they do not want to give up a score. Of course, you never want to give up a score, but with momentum building, uh, you don't want to lose that. Pulaski may be a little winded or might have got popped. He comes over to the sidelines with his hands on his knees, and Pleasanton decides to use the timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with 4.37 to go here in the first half. It is Pleasanton 22, Ansley Litchfield 14. The Bulldogs have it second and goal at the Spartan 7 when we return. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And again, we're getting into that time and situation here. Ansley Litchfield's going to get the ball back here for one more possession, but Pleasanton will get the ball to start the second half of play. They've got a chance to go up two scores here with four and a half to go in the third quarter, or second quarter. And they have it second and goal at the seven. They spread it out again, four wide with Pates lined up as the quarterback. Might have been a little movement. They let it go. Pates back to pass, throws over the middle, wide open into the big man's hands. Caleb Riesland was lined up as an eligible receiver and a seven-yard touchdown pass. A little trickeration there here. Uh, you know, sometimes you don't see teams use too much of these, uh, I don't know, razzle-dazzle plays. Not that that one was specifically razzle. It was a little trick play. Um, but sometimes teams like to save those for playoffs, but you're pulling out all the stops tonight. Pleasanton is uh, for their rival. So let's see what they'll do now for a conversion. Looks like they want to line up to go for two again. Pate stays in, but he is going to line up as a wide receiver, and this time they're going to have Westland as the quarterback. And we've got movement. They were going to run the same play that they ran to Pulaski, a little wide receiver screen. They've got twins on the left and right. What they'll do is they'll run the wide, wide out, the farthest to the boundary, back to the slot man, so that he can use him as a block and then just cut back over the center, try to get into the end zone. But we've got a penalty on a procedure here against the Bulldogs on the PAT, so we'll try it again. And as much as I hate to say it, but that's a play that you see Nebraska get beat on, it seems like, time and again, because they play so reserved here. Um, Pleasanton, though, using that play effectively here early on. I'm sure we'll see it plenty more tonight, uh, as Pulaski's a great quarterback, can throw very well, but he also receive and run the ball very well. As usual, a great crowd, probably parked all the way down to the highway and walking down to watch today's football game. Same setup, twins left and right, 
Westland out of the shotgun, takes the snap, left-hander under pressure, throws it out here, crossing route in and out of the hands of Pates. And it was right there. Westland under duress made a good throw, but the two-point pass is no good. Our five-point bank touchdown, a seven-yard pass from Pates to the big man, Riesland. And with four minutes and 32 seconds to go on the half, it is Pleasanton 28, Ansley Litchfield 14. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Welcome back to the Carnitonian Repair Broadcast booth. Pleasanton teeing it up to boot it away here with a 28-14 lead. Four and a half minutes to go still in quarter number two. And a reminder that right now on ESPN, 1460 and 1550, Major League Baseball is going on. We've got Thursday night football. The Chiefs 10. Well, the Raiders just scored, so the Raiders are up 13-10, just as we were telling you that. 13-10 Raiders. 40 seconds to go in the first quarter. And in the playoffs, the Dodgers three, the Cubs nothing with the bases loaded in the top of the third. Nobody out. Not good for the Cubs as the kickoff is taken at the four-yard line by Jeff Cunningham. He'll come up the left sideline in front of his own bench, gets to the 10, to about the 15, to the 20. And that's where they'll say he's drugged down. First down and 10 here for the Spartans. Plenty of time here. They've got one timeout. And they want to get one more on the board here and go in just to score down. Yeah, and uh, the way they've been passing the ball, uh, they can do it quickly here. Of course, they don't want to score too quickly, give the ball back to Pleasanton. Um, but uh, some good drives here by Ansley Litchfield early on. They're going to spread the field here with three wide outs. Twins to the right side. Jones all alone in the shotgun. See if Pleasanton brings the heat. Nope. Three-man rush. Over the middle. Ball is behind the intended receiver in John Zimmer. Tolls on the coverage, but tell you what, I kind of like what I'm seeing right here from Ansley Litchfield, that they stay in this passing offense because Jones basically has had all kinds of time to throw the football. He stayed in the pocket a couple times, maybe too long, but uh, he stayed in the pocket. He's been able to look over his uh, receivers downfield. His guys up front are doing a great job of blocking the three-down lineman here for Pleasanton. Second down and 10. Jones, pitch play. Cunningham tries to find a way through the hole, gets a couple before he is brought down by Tolls at the 22-yard line. And it'll be the 23-yard line. We'll call it third down and long. Third and eight, I guess. Third and eight. Yeah, and that stop really there was... Uh, able to be made because these Pleasanton defenders are so strong, beating off some of these blocks here. Because Ansley Litchfield does get out in good position, um, but the, the Bulldogs do a good job of uh, shedding some of those blocks when they need to. Caleb Reeson looked like he might have got a little shook up on that play. He never really went back to the huddle. Third and long. 
Jones again back to pass, throws it as far as he can down the field for Bailey, makes an incredible catch, and then as he's hit, the ball flies away. Dixon was able to knock it away after a near one-hand catch at the 30-yard line. I'll tell you what, Jones, for just being a sophomore, he has been accurate almost all night long. Had a one earlier on this drive behind Zimmer, but, man, he's been on the money. Yeah, he puts the ball where it needs to go. And we do have a flag down the field. I did not see that. And we are going to get pass interference again on Pleasanton, and that'll be a first down on the third and nine incompletion, 15 yards. Uh, so building momentum on this drive, Ainsley Litchfield is. Uh, you got to say it's in Pleasanton's favor, but if you keep getting some of these chunk yards or getting these fortunate um, you know, first downs, uh, then things are looking up for you as, uh, as the clock's winding down. So first down and 10 for Ainsley Litchfield. Looking very good tonight. Again, we said offense hasn't necessarily been the problem for them this year. They're at their own 37. Quarterback draw. Jones has room up the middle, looks for a block, can't get one, but does sneak into Pleasanton territory at the 39-yard line. We'll call it a gain of about three, and it'll be second down and seven. Yeah, and this is a game tonight. I mean, football, all sports, it comes down to conditioning. But uh, when we called the uh, Pleasanton-Axtell uh, game earlier, Pleasanton was able to win that game because they did have the conditioning to go the distance. Uh, Andrew Litchfield will need to have the same. Spartans will spread it out. Twins to the short side right, single to the left, and that's Bailey, and that's where Jones is looking, looking, looking. Again, throws it. It's underthrown. Bailey gets open, though, at the 11. He makes the catch, and he's brought down at the 9. First down and goal. Bailey is just winning the battle here. A 30-yard completion yet again. Yeah, and Jaden Jones, once again, I mean, that was the best ball he's thrown all night, but when it gets to your receiver, you can't complain. Uh, but I was watching his throwing mechanics as he was throwing, and he does look extremely good back there. A lot of composure there from the sophomore. So it'll be first and goal at the Pleasanton 9. Three minutes to go in the half, 28-14 Bulldogs. But Ansley Litchfield knocking on the door out of the I formation. Pitch play, trying to get outside Zimmer. He's drug down from behind by Pulaski at the 16-yard line. They set them all. Rosiski blocked what he could, but a loss of seven yards on the play. Yeah, it's hard to block three guys at one. And, you know, if anyone's going to do it, Rosiski's that guy. Uh, but Pleasanton doing a good job of reading where the play's going and flowing. Uh, the backers continuing to do a good job. Second down and goal at the 16. Stay in the eye formation. Jones takes it. Fakes the inside handoff, rolls left, wants a screen, now throws down for Bailey at the corner of the end zone. He made the catch, but he did not get in. He'll be at the one. He'll be at the one. How about another great catch by Justin Bailey of 15 yards, third and goal at the one. Wow, what a heck of a play there. Uh, Pulaski's still just on his knee down near the end zone, just kind of speechless. That was a heck of a catch there by Bailey. And now there's a discussion over here. We don't see a flag down. And Ansley Litchfield's hustling up to the line of scrimmage. Now we're ready to go. That's exactly what we thought. Third and goal at the one. Jones comes under center. Jones takes the snap. Jones sneaks, sneaks, and he's in. Took about a third effort, but Jones is into the end zone. A one-yard touchdown run by Jaden Jones. And it's 28-20 to with 2.15 to go in the second quarter. Pleasanton on top. I had to chuckle to myself a little bit of the way Ansley Litchfield hurried up to the line. You'll see that in college football because guys want to get the playoff so they can't, you know, review the catch. But you're not going to review anything here tonight in Pleasanton. I've uh, got great facilities, but I don't got the replay booth up here. So I don't have to worry about that. I marched it right down the field. Ansley Litchfield did it in just over two minutes. 
Now they'll line up to go for two. Same eye formation with Zimmer the eye back. Rosiski the fullback. They want to throw. Looking for Bailey. Rolling right. Being flushed. Rolling. Rolling. Now decides to run. He's got no chance if he does, and he is going to be brought down at the six-yard line. Dixon in there, but the first man-man was Pates to bring him down. So the two-point run is no good. A five-points bank touchdown, a one-yard quarterback sneak from Jaden Jones. And with two minutes and 15 seconds to go in the first half, a lot of scoring here in the second quarter. Pleasanton 28, Ansley Litchfield 20. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina Feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Ready to kick it off. Ansley Litchfield's Jaden Jones after the score. Boots it as far as he can, and that one will carry into the end zone over Kendall Dixon. And it'll be first down and 10 for Pleasanton, or excuse me, Kessler Dixon at the 15-yard line for the Bulldogs. And they still have some time with a couple of timeouts here. They've busted a couple of nice runs with Pulaski, and Coach Ricky Westland takes a look at his play chart and will send Pulaski out there to start this drive. Yeah, Ansley Litchfield really needs to not allow Pleasanton in the end zone here. Pleasanton will get the ball back here, so they have the chance to, you know, score and then score again right out of halftime, and that could be a deflating scenario for the Spartans. So first down and 10, Ansley Litchfield looking for a stop, 2.15 to go at their own 15-yard line. Pulaski under center, straight back to pass, sends them all deep, throws it as far as he can, and nobody's looking. It is over the head of the intended receiver, Jackson Keyshaw. Kessler Dixon tried to get over there, but that was just drop back and chuck it incomplete. Yeah, and I was curious. I was almost going to make a comment. I didn't know if we were going to see Pleasanton ground and pound or really go for that deep ball. I'm sure that they'll uh, play a little safer here. Uh, but, you know, nearly, nearly six there if he, uh, Pulaski could hit a receiver. So second down and 10 at the 15-yard line. Stops the clock. 2.09 to go here before halftime of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Don't forget, you can always hear our games online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance. Twins to the right side. Nobody to the left side here out of the shotgun. And they will hand it off to Kessler Dixon. And he goes nowhere. They were not fooled. And then there's a penalty flag. It looks like, did we get one there on top of the play? I think we did. Dixon. And they're going to have a hold. So now decision time for Ansley Litchfield. It's either third and 10 at the 15 or it's second and about 17 back at the 8. I think they'll probably decline it. Yeah, Let's find out. Got to have faith in your defense a little bit. We'll see what they uh, what the judgment call is here. But well, it looks like they're going to go ahead and accept the penalty. So it'll be second down and about 17 and a half yards back at the eight yard line. Yeah, you got to expect Ansley Litchfield to come out in more of a prevent defense here. We've seen uh, some big broken plays here uh, by the Pleasanton side, and that's exactly what they can't have. You can you can get a 10-yard gain here. It's 
and second and long, but you cannot give up that big busted play. Justin Bailey is going to kind of settle back as a safety. They've been using almost everybody in the box, but again, same formation. Twins to the right out of the shotgun here for Pulaski. Drops back into the end zone, rolling, 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 still in the end zone. Now just has to throw it away, but it is caught at the 15 by Pates, and he's down the sideline 30. 35-40, Bailey will tackle him at the Ansley Litchfield 35-yard line. It looked like Pulaski was throwing it away, and Pates made a nice catch. Yeah, the ball really didn't travel extremely quickly. Normally you'll see a little bit of gusto on some of these passes, but that one just kind of floated. Yeah, it looked like it was going out of bounds, uh, but no. And then you got a hats off to Justin Bailey there, who we talked about was playing a little bit deeper. Only man with the angle uh, and was able to make the tackle. Something Ansley Litchfield hasn't consistently done this year. A 37-yard completion sets the Bulldogs up first and 10 at the Spartan 35-yard line. Back under center, Dixon will be in motion to the right. The throw off the back foot, incomplete. Pulaski hit as he threw it, trying to get it to Pates, who was covered out here in the flat by John Zimmer. Second down and 10. Yeah, feeling a little pressure there was uh, Pulaski. Um, smarter to get rid of the ball, though, than to take a sack that he could have taken. Um, but uh, stopping the clock here, uh, Pleasanton wants to get back on this uh, scoreboard uh, before halftime. Five touchdowns here in the second quarter of play. The score at the end of the first quarter was 14 to nothing when Pleasanton scored in the last 30 seconds of the quarter. So six touchdowns in less than 12 minutes. And Pleasanton taking a long time in the huddle here. Let's see if Coach Westland uses a timeout. They're still taking time to get up to the line. They'll go with the four wide set, three seconds on the play clock, two. Pates is the quarterback. And now we get a penalty flag from the side judge. That is not a delay a game. And let's see what the call is going to be. I thought the whistle, I thought I'd seen a five count by the back judge, and it is going to be illegal procedure on Pleasanton, and that will make it second and 15, ball right at midfield. It's Pleasanton not helping themselves out here late uh, in this second quarter as they're trying to get on the scoreboard. Uh, been airing the ball out Pulaski has. Uh, if he can throw the ball half as well as Jaden Jones has tonight, he should be in good shape here. Um, so second down and 15. Probably no change in the play. They're actually going to put Tolls out to the right. And in the slot right is Keyshaw. Pulaski's over here to the left along with Dixon. Back to pass. Pates throws over the middle. And it is picked off at the 25 by Bailey. 30, 35, right sideline, 40, 35. And he's going to be upended at the 33-yard line by Bronson Gibbons. And Ansley Litchfield now has come off a score. They get a pick, and they're into Pleasanton territory. And Justin Bailey made a heck of a read there. Uh, must have been watching Pulaski's eyes because he knew right when to jump that route in a great play. Almost looked like he was going to take it the distance there. Uh, but you know what? Heads up play by the Pleasanton offense turning the defense there. And that was Pates on the uh, pass there for Pleasanton. So uh, interception from Pates. Each team now uh, has uh, given up the football. That is the second turnover. One was on a punt, and back to pass, Jones again, looking for Bailey deep, one-on-one coverage against Pulaski, jump ball, caught at the five, and he'll be brought up and put down at the six-yard line. Again, another two-point takedown from Pulaski, but it's first in goal, Ansley Litchfield. Bailey is the man right now for this football team from the Spartans, and look at that crowd over there. Coaches are going crazy, and the crowd making a lot of noise, and we have a penalty flag. Way away. This must be after the play, Ryan. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, but I saw two flags far side, and there's one even here on the near side. It'll be interesting to see what goes on here, what the discussion is. 
Wonder if we had a little taunting, a little talking. Now, Pulaski, when he picked him up, he didn't slam him to the ground, so that should not be a penalty. Let's see what we've got here, though. And our official. Two dead ball fouls. Personal foul on Pleasanton. And then the second penalty is a sideline warning on Pleasant, oh, on Ansley Litchfield. That's the way he pointed, right? Yep, yep, I believe it was Ansley Litchfield. Of course, the first time is just a, a warning. So we do have a personal foul. That'll move the ball inside the three to the two. Yeah, and I believe that came Ansley Litchfield. I don't believe, and like you said, it was a good clean tackle, but Ansley Litchfield, the sideline, they were none too pleased with it, and I believe that's where the warning came. There might have been some yapping. Yeah. There might have been some yapping. First out and goal at the two, down by eight. We could have a tie ball game at halftime if the Spartans can score and convert the two. Will we find somebody make a goal line stand or not? Under a minute to go. First out and ten, jo- first and goal. Jones under center. Takes it. Hands it. Rosiski right up the middle, and he is going to be marked just short. He's inside the one. It'll be second down and goal. <laughs> and that's a case where you, you just need that little extra forward momentum while you're getting tackled. But you got tackled by two players, and they weren't going to give any extra yardage that close to the end zone. That probably is okay. We're down to 40 seconds. They run up. Looks like quarterback sneak again. Nope. Rosiski hitting the backfield. Did he drag him in? No indication. And they're going to say he didn't get in. Third and goal at the one. They do have one timeout, and they're going to use it right here with 23 seconds to go. So they went to their big back. And remember, Jaden Jones, quarterback, snuck last time. I would expect we'll see that again. But it is the final timeout used by Ansley Litchfield, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, serving you since 1994. We're going to go ahead and keep it here during the timeout. Uh, Don't want to miss the third down play coming up. But there's time, if they don't panic, to run the ball here on third down. And if they don't get in, to run it again. You just have to tell your kids, don't panic. This play for a run can only possibly take about four seconds if they don't get in. Might take the official ten seconds to spot the ball, but you'll still have six, seven seconds when you snap it uh, to get into the end zone. So Pleasanton has stopped them on the first two plays, but they still need to do it two more times from the half-yard line. Yeah, and this was where Ricky Westland might be doing a little extra coaching, some little, I can't say an extracurricular thing, but he's going to say, hey, guys, uh, it's late in the second quarter. If, if you've got to be a little slow to get up, if you're hurting a little bit, yeah, be a little slower to get up here because uh, the time will be running. I mean, it, it's less than a half a yard. The ball is almost touching the goal line. I'll be shocked if it's not a quarterback sneak. Third and goal at the one. Quarterback sneak. Jones gets low. Jones gets in. Touchdown, Spartans, and it's a two-point game. So what a turn of events we had here. After the interception, it looked like Pleasanton was driving to potentially go to a a two-score lead here. Uh, But after the interception, Ansley Litchfield is continuing some of their momentum that they've been building here and able to punch it in for a, you know, to bring it within two points here. Well, I know Pleasanton was hoping to win and then maybe get a comfortable second half so they could enjoy it. Right now, two-point conversion to tie it. Jones wants to throw, looking over the middle. It's deep to the back of the end zone and too tall for Bailey, who was really triple covered. But a nice throw just a tad too high, and that is our five points bank touchdown again. Two one-yard quarterback sneaks for Jaden Jones, and it's interesting, folks. 20 seconds to go before halftime. Pleasanton, 28. Ansley Litchfield, 26. 
Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. Well, just a bevy of touchdowns have been scored here in the last 12 minutes of action. Do we have time for one more? 28-26, Ansley Litchfield. I wouldn't be surprised if we did see another score here, uh, but Ansley Litchfield did a good job covering lanes here. They're going to need a big play. Pleasanton will be if they don't return this kick. Well, you know Jones wants to kick it into the end zone. He has to make sure he doesn't overswing that leg and top it. And he just squibs it, and it is going to head inside the five and just die at the two. They have to pick it up at the two-yard line. Dixon to the 10, to the 15, still on his feet. Rolls into the 16 and hit at the 17, and that will take only about seven seconds off the clock. But that was a perfect kick by Jones. It didn't get into the end zone, but it died at the two, and Pleasanton had to return it. So they've got one timeout. They've got time to run a couple of plays here. But as we said, Pleasanton gets the option to start the third quarter with the football. Ball at their own 17-yard line, first down and 10. So do they try to put Pates or Pulaski back there and chuck it? Do they just run quarterback follow, which has been good for Pulaski a couple of times? And we have got a whistle and a timeout going to be called here by Pleasanton. And I believe, according to my scratches, they still have one left. So while they do that, let's go ahead and tell you we're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Pleasanton a perfect night for high school football we're bringing you the play-by-play Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance called Carney Towing and Repair when you need us we'll be there coming up at the half we'll run down all the scores so we'll hold off on that for just a moment but want to remind you that tomorrow night here on Classic Hits another eight-man battle Undefeated South Loop at 6-1 Elm Creek. Elm Creek's only loss coming to undefeated Kennesaw. I'll be up in Broken Bow with Don Lease as Kearney Catholic takes on the Indians. Kearney Catholic needing a win to get into the playoffs, and that'll be on ESPN 1460. Also tomorrow night, ESPN 1550. Gibbon is at Hastings St. Cecilia, and on 1230 KHAS, it'll be Hastings taking on Holdridge. All games are also available online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. So after the timeout, you know Pleasanton has something planned. You wouldn't call a timeout and then just kneel on it. So first and 10 at their own 17. Pulaski going to try and keep it. Has a big hole on the left side, 25-30. Into the secondary, hit from behind. It's a first down at the 37-yard line, and Pleasanton will use their final timeout, a 20-yard gain by Tyler Pulaski, 135 yards so far in this first half. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. 
Well, it should be the final play of the first half. Five seconds to go. It's 28-26 Pleasanton leading Ansley Litchfield. Pleasanton's going to get one crack from their own 37, but what I want to see is how the Spartans line up defensively. They haven't really been in a a down and distance where they knew Pleasanton was going to pass the football. Yeah, and even if yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't even be surprised to see them call the same play call because running it to a Pulaski has been their big hitter tonight, um, which you don't normally see a quarterback run play be your big hitter here. Uh, but, yeah, prevent defense is good for stopping the run and the pass here. Uh, but it looks like they're going to line up in a little bit of more prevent defense than we've seen tonight. Well, Pates is going to line up to the left side, 6-3, their tallest receiver. And out of the shotgun will be Pulaski, final play of the half. Pulaski takes the snap. Ball fake back to pass. It's going to be a jump ball to Pates. There's three guys down there. Bailey picks it at the 18 to the 20 to the 25, trying to stay inbounds. 30 avoids one man, and now we've got a penalty flag. No matter what happens, he'll return it to midfield and be tackled there. There is a penalty flag for a block at the back, but that's going to take us to halftime as Justin Bailey gets his second interception here. And again, they took a shot in your in your mind. You're going, oh, wait a minute. That's the thing that could go wrong here is a pick six. But what a first half of football. Pleasanton has had the opportunity. They've been up two scores. But Ansley Litchfield gets the final two scores of the second quarter of play. And we've got ourselves a ball game on this final Thursday of the regular season. It is the Pleasanton Bulldogs 28, the Ansley Litchfield Spartans 26. You're listening to High School Football on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, first half stats, scores, preview of our Friday games, and an update on what's going on on Thursday night football and at Wrigley Field. Stay with us. Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldog. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. And welcome back to Pleasanton, an outstanding night. Ricky Westland and Casey Loomis are the coaches, two of the coaches on the football team. They're also the athletic directors, so they pull double duty. We always say thanks to the ADs for helping us out in our little corner of the press box here at Pleasanton, where we've been numerous times over the last 20 years, and uh, we rarely see close games at halftime that are just two points. We always see good games, but that doesn't mean it's a two-point game, and that's where we are at Pleasanton 28. Ansley Litchfield, 26. So for those that thought this might be a blowout, uh, look again, Ansley Litchfield. I'm sure if we talked to Kurt Kohanic, the head coach right now, he would say that this is the best half of football they've played all year. Well, no doubt about it. And, you know, I don't know. Pleasanton, I mean, they didn't come into the game thinking, oh, we're just going to walk over this game. It's a rivalry game here. But you've got to believe Ansley Litchfield 
is playing for something right now. They're trying to keep Pleasanton out of the playoffs. They're trying to beat a rival team here. And without a doubt, this has to be the most impressive half they've played. And we haven't seen defensive stops, and we sort of knew how that was going to go here. But the offense, I mean, has really exploded. Uh, Justin Bailey uh, and uh, Jaden Jones have quite the connection so far here early tonight. Well, that has been the key for Ansley Litchfield. They really haven't been able to run the ball. Zimmer got outside a couple of times. There's nothing for Rosiski uh, up the middle at all. He doesn't even have 10 yards rushing at halftime. But uh, until Pleasanton finds a way to better cover the pass, the Spartans are probably going to hang around in this football game. Bailey's had a phenomenal first half catching the ball, and he has two interceptions on the defensive side of the ball. And he also made a touchdown-saving tackle earlier in the second quarter of play. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Let's take a look at some of the scores. Starting in the NFL, nine minutes to go in the first half. It's the Kansas City Chiefs 17, the Oakland Raiders 14. You can hear that on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And in Major League Baseball, the rain is over for the Chicago Cubs. Now, if they do come back, Wrigley Field will go nuts, and Bill Murray will be buying drinks for everybody. But it's 7 to nothing, Dodgers, and it is only the top of the fourth inning, and the Dodgers have two men on again, and Clayton Kershaw is on the mound uh, for the Dodgers. So the L.A. Dodgers, who were baseball's best team by far the first two-thirds of the season, uh, showing how they were able to do that, and they are just mauling the Chicago Cubs five innings away from the World Series where they will take on even the Yankees and the Astros. Game six tomorrow night in Houston. The home team has won the first five, so the Yankees are up three games to two. In college football, 25th-ranked Memphis is being shut out at the half by Houston, 17 to nothing in favor of the Cougars. Now let's go to our high school scoreboard, and our high school scores are brought to you by our friends at Simonson Insurance Agency, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney, covering you for home life and auto insurance. See them in Kearney, the strip mall located just west of the Apple Market. It didn't take Kearney High very long. It took him longer to drive down than it did to play the football game. They were up 49 to nothing and with the at half and with the running clock, they cruised to a 56-7 win over Omaha Benson and Kearney High. Ryan, that is very impressive. 9-0 with only two returning starters from last year's team. Yeah, well, that Kearney High team, they're just so well coached. They do a lot of things right. Uh, and more so than doing things right, they just do a lot less things wrong. And when you can put together games like that and you got a good defense, well, and of course, it always helps when you got a guy like Cannon Coster uh, quarterbacking you. But, I mean, he he was out tonight, and he'll be out for a little while. But, uh, yeah, that Carney High team, very impressive. Uh, looking forward to hopefully seeing them make a, a good playoff run here. Looks like they'll be the two or the three seed, depending on how the Millard West Lincoln High game uh, turns out uh, tomorrow night. And uh, Carney wins it 56-7. to Of course, won it all in 06, followed that up by being undefeated in 07. And so uh, 10 years later, uh, look what the Kearney Bearcats are doing. Grand Island is playing at Lincoln Southeast tonight. We'll try and pick up a score for that game for you underway uh, down at uh, Seacrest Field. Grand Island staying in the top ten. Carney High Volleyball dropped the first set to Grand Island but came back to win it in four sets. So the Bearcats have won eight of their last nine. And again, uh, Bearcat fans, cross your fingers. They've got to play Grand Island and North Platte in a triangular in Grand Island Saturday, and then they go to the GNAC tournament where McCook and Hastings will be playing, have been playing very good volleyball. But if Kearney could win their next five, there is a chance that they would get a home district 
for volleyball coming up on November the 1st. And what a what a big deal that would be. Carney. it's been forever since their volleyball team has been to the state tournament. That's obviously the goal. And they helped themselves out by beating Grand Island tonight. In Class B, the big game, number one, number two. And so far, Gretna's defense has been up to the task. Elkhorn South and Gretna, 7-7 at the half. In C1, Minden's playing hard in their final game of the year, but Gothenburg, who upset Kearney Catholic last week, leads Minden by a score of 20-7, and Gothenburg needs that win to make it uh, into the playoffs, secure the district title. I mean, that, that was a given that they were going to beat Minden uh, tonight, uh, who has uh, not been able to pick up a win, but uh, Gothenburg, uh, or more than one win, Gothenburg leads it by a score of 20-7 to at the half. In the third quarter, Fairbury 40, Milford Dorchester nothing. Uh, no area games tonight in C2. In D1 action at the half, it is Southwest 48, Alma 12, Cambridge 22, Amherst 13. It is Franklin 27, McCool Junction 12, and in the second quarter, East Butler led Nebraska Christian 30 to nothing. We are looking for a score update on Bertrand Medicine Valley. We'll have that for you here in just a minute, Ryan Dahlgren. <laughs> Working on it. He's on it, folks. In D2 uh, at the half, it is Anselmo Myrna 38, Maxwell 26, Blue Hill 49, Shelton 14, and at last check in the second quarter, Arapahoe leads Eustace Farnham 26 to nothing. Also looking for a score on Loomis Wallace. If you have that, you can uh, give us a buzz on the uh, fan line at 626. Excuse me. Let me give that number to you again. 646-0506. You can call or text, and we'll be able to get that on the scoreboard. And then six-man. I'm going to have to double-check that one. Third quarter, it says Wilcox Hildreth is up on Deschler 40 to nothing, and that would be a shocker. Uh, not that Wilcox Hildreth is winning, but by that amount. So those are the scores on our Simonson Agency scoreboard. And again, here at the half, Pleasanton 28, Ansley Litchfield 26. We'll look at the numbers and more right after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The sinister cries haunted Mary through the night. Dawn neared and still the voice tormented her. She ran towards the safety of her car, flung open the door, and a coyote had somehow gotten locked inside. But the damaged interior was covered thanks to Farmer's Insurance. Coyote Carpool, August 1st, 2015. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. This is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. Medicine Valley, who's been good for a long, long time. We do get that update. They lead in the third quarter over Bertrand by a score of 42 to nothing, and the correct score on the six-man game. Wilcox Hildreth leading, but it's 40 to 28 over Deschler as they play in the third quarter, trying to get in to the uh, six-man playoffs. And they've had quite the schedule as well, uh, playing number one and number two and Deschler number four. I mean, those are some pretty good football teams, 28-26. But tomorrow, uh, games that we have for you, 
Uh, we've already told you that uh, here on Classic Hits, it'll be undefeated South Loop at Elm Creek. On ESPN 1460, Carney Catholic will be at Broken Bow. ESPN 1550, Gibbon at Hastings St. Cecilia. And on 1230 AM KHAS, Hastings is at Holdridge. On Monday here on Classic Hits, high school volleyball, Carney Catholic will be at Hastings St. Cecilia. And then Tuesday, we head to Axtell for a triangular with Kennesaw and Blue Hill. Just saw Blue Hill on Monday night capture the Twin Valley Conference Championship. So we'll see how they fare against Axtell and conference rival Kennesaw. And then the eight-man playoffs begin next Thursday. We'll let you know who and where we're following. That always uh, determines on how many games we can get covered, uh, especially if there's an afternoon contest, which there usually is with uh, some travel here across the uh, eight-man world. And then next Friday, if things go well, Kearney High and Kearney Catholic, among others, will be playing in the 11-man playoffs one week uh, from today. So an exciting time of year. And, of course, state cross-country uh, tomorrow, Ryan, out at the Kearney Country Club. Oh, yeah. Well, and you've got to believe that that uh, country club is uh, ready. We were just talking about golf courses and how good they look now. It looks probably better than they do all year. Uh, so it's going to be good uh, running conditions tomorrow for that state cross-country meet. Uh, it's always a blast. It always brings in plenty of people uh, to the Kearney area. Uh, but uh, looking forward to football currently as this Ansley-Litchfield-Pleasanton game is a real barn burner currently. Yeah, 26-28. to uh, Pleasanton has the lead in this game. Um, and you know what? I, I can't say I'm surprised because Ansley Litchfield, they know this Pleasanton team very well. Uh, you know, we got family members out here uh, playing against each other even. So, I mean, you know, they'll be talking about this Thanksgiving. You better believe they're going to want bragging rights, uh, whoever wins this game. Uh, but it's been a hotly contested game so far here tonight. And we'll be back and look at the first half stats right after this. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Let's take a look now at the first half stats. 28-26, Pleasanton leading here over Ansley Litchfield. And we will start with uh, what we have for Pleasanton. Travis Tolles, seven carries, 72 yards and a touchdown. Hunter Pates, one carry, one yard. Tyler Pulaski, nine carries, 135 yards and a touchdown, which was a 60-yarder. And then they had a bad pitch for a team fumble of four which they did not lose on their very first offensive play of the game. So 18 rushing attempts, 100. Well, let's, uh, let's, I better re-add here. Dun, 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 204 yards uh, so far here, if I added that right, which, you know, is up for debate. 204 yards rushing 
uh, in the first half here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Through the air, Tyler Pulaski's put it up six times. He's completed two of those. He's had one interception for 65 yards. And then when Hunter Pates is the quarterback, he's put it up five times, completed two of them. Both of the completions are for touchdowns. He also has an interception, 26 yards. So as a team, four of 11, two interceptions, two touchdowns, 91 yards through the air, 204 on the ground. That's 295 yards on an 80-yard field here in the first half. I have them for 15 first downs here in the first half. One punt for 29 yards, three turnovers. Now, one was a pick on the final play of the half. One was a fumble on a punt. And then they have six penalties for 39 yards. So, as we've noted numerous times, Ryan, uh, Pleasanton has not really had any trouble moving the football in the game after that first drive. Well, yeah, no, they've got a good offense, and they continue to, you know, exploit uh, the Ansley Litchfield weaknesses, which is occasionally they're, they're ta- uh, tackling, and then <clears throat> sometimes they can get a good push on the uh, offensive line. Uh, but, yeah, Pleasanton so far tonight has been led by uh, Pulaski uh, through, uh, on the ground. Uh, you don't often see the quarterback necessarily leading rushing on the ground unless you're, of course, Arizona in college football. Uh, but uh, Pleasanton's been doing a good job. They need their defense to, to settle down a little bit and make some stops if they really want to uh, uh, cruise away with this game. Uh, but so far, Ansley Litchfield has not made that easy for them uh, as Ansley Litchfield's been doing some good things through the air. Uh, they've been trying to get it done on the ground, but, uh, of course, this Pleasanton defense has been doing a good job or as good of a job as you can do without some of those uh, blown pass plays. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 28-26, to 26, uh, Pleasanton, they're going to need – not some help, but they're going to need a little bit of uh, extra gusto if they're going to want to play, uh, pull away with this one because Ansley Litchfield is fired up. This last game of the season for them guaranteed, uh, and so they've got a whole heck of a lot to play for here tonight as uh, some of these guys, these seniors, it's going to be the last time they play. Well, let's take a look now at the, fi- the first half numbers that I have for Ansley Litchfield. Seth Rosiski, eight carries, nine yards. John Zimmer, eight carries, 38 yards and a touchdown. Jeff Cunningham, six carries, five yards, and Jaden Jones, has five carries for zero yards and two touchdowns. That's an unusual line. He got sacked once, and then he had two quarterback sneaks. So Ansley Litchfield has run it 27 times for 52 yards, less than two yards per carry. And through the air, big second quarter for Jaden Jones. After throwing four straight incompletions to end the first quarter, he was big in the second quarter, only had one incompletion. He has put it up 13 times, completed eight of those, zero interceptions, one touchdown, 154 yards, 143 of that in the second quarter. So 154 through the air, 52 on the ground, 206 yards, resulting in 12 first downs in the first half, two punts for an average of 40, or excuse me, 37 yards, no turnovers, two penalties for 20 yards. So at the half, it is 28, 26. Pleasanton leading Ansley Litchfield. The Bulldogs will get the ball to start the third quarter. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. We'll kick it off next. Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460, 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you know we have your team covered. All of this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. 
Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Tonight's field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success. We talked about it when the sun was up. Now the sun is down, and this football field still looks absolutely amazing. I mean, it looks like turf out here, folks, so no problem for these squads. We are ready to get... The third quarter underway, and the kick will be deep, taken at the seven-yard line by Dixon to the right side, 15-20-25, stays inbounds, 30, bouncing off defenders, and he'll get all the way out to the 35, the 38, and it'll be first down and 10 on a great return that time by Dixon. Well, you establish a lot of your momentum for the second half on that first uh, opening kickoff, you know, whether or not you pin a team deep back or you get a good return, and Pleasanton's got to be pleased with the starting field position they've got on this uh, drive. Out to the 39-yard line, first down and 10. Pleasanton's run game against Ansley Litchfield's passing game is what we've seen here. And again, as we said, all but one of the touchdowns scored in a 12-minute span. We only had one touchdown in the first 11 and a half minutes of the game, and it's 28-26. And they are going to put Westland in as the quarterback, and he will hand it off on the dive to Tolls, who gets up shaking a little bit. I don't know if he got hit wrong, and now... Westland is going to come out of the ball game and jumps over to the sideline. I do not see Tyler Pulaski. Do you? No, I cannot see him on the sideline right now. Interesting. uh, I'll figure out what's going on there. So a gain of six on the play here for Tolls. He has 78 yards now. And the freshman Westland is the backup quarterback. They're going to keep it simple, give it to Tolls. Ansley Litchfield knows it, and a nice tackle up there by the freshman Jackson Henry in the middle of the line. They're going to give him a gain of about three because he stretched the ball forward, and it's going to be third down and one. Well, we've talked about how both of these teams are pretty young here. Uh, looks like right now, uh, though, uh, Tyce Westland leading out these Pleasanton Bulldogs, a freshman here. Uh, you know, it's a nerve-wracking situation to be a freshman playing quarterback here, but uh, we'll see if he's up to the task. Third down and one out of the I formation for the first time tonight. Wesley just going to go with a quarterback sneak. His running back, Tolls, pushes him forward, and he's got it up for the first down to midfield. Uh, and helping him up right now is Kessler Dixon. Uh, gotta gotta love seeing some good sportsmanship there between teammates even. But uh, yeah, this is this is an interesting uh, swing of events right now we've got coming out. And now Pulaski's actually going on. So uh, must have been some equipment issues or something, but Pulaski's uh, running out to play quarterback now. Well, he might have been a little ill, too. You never know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Wesley came out, did what he had to do, and now Pulaski's ready to go. First down and 10 at midfield. Quarterback keep right side. The hole's there, 25-20. He put a little slick him on. Not stick him, slick him, and he gets down to the 15-yard line. Another first down. Yeah, they were spraying, with a, spraying him with some Pam on the sideline. I think, I think that's what it was there because, yeah, just squeaked by a couple of defenders there. Uh, and Pulaski uh, looking fresh after the second half. Uh, quick, quick first couple of steps there as he got the ball. So first down and 10. Pleasanton taking the opening drive quickly down the field. Started at their own 39-yard line. They've chewed two minutes off. Got a couple of first downs. And they're at the 16. 
Dixon slot right, tolls right behind his quarterback, and Pulaski's going to keep it off the right side again, gets to the 10, and slides down before he gets knocked down out here by Jaden Jones at the 7-yard line. It's going to be a gain of 9. It'll be second down and 1. Plus, physical as Pulaski is, he's probably upset at himself for having fallen before taking that hit because uh, Pulaski's a physical guy, and he, he would have loved to punish a defender making a tackle there, but didn't play it on the outside foot and slipped up a little bit. Now Hunter Pates will run in with the play. Second and one at the Ansley Litchfield 7, 28-26. Pleasanton with the lead. Maybe tighter than most people thought here as Pulaski lines up right under center this time. Second and short. Dixon in motion. They'll run to the left. Handoff tolls. Big hole. Walks into the end zone. Untouched. Touchdown. Pleasanton Bulldogs. Good play call there. Uh, they knew that uh, Pulaski's been holding on to the ball time and time again, and that time he says, you know what? No, we're going to fool you a little bit. We're going to give it to the fullback. Uh, who, yeah, got into the end zone nearly untouched. So the second touchdown of the ball game for Travis Tolls, our five points bank touchdown, five points the better bank in Kearney, and they will line up to go for two, and these now become very crucial because you get this in, it's a two-score game. Right now, 34-26. Pulaski sends Dixon in motion to the right side. He's going to keep it and get tackled forward and got in. The two-point run is good for Pulaski. So a 41-yard drive to start the third quarter for Pleasanton. They do it in two minutes and 42 seconds. And it is 36-26 Pleasanton here on Classic Hits. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Pleasanton ready to kick it off after scoring on the opening possession of quarter number three. Angle kick takes a bounce, picked up there by Cunningham at the four. Tries to come to the middle of the field. There's a hole, 10, 15, does a little dance out to the 20. Now cuts back against the grain, and they try to strip the ball from him, and he'll be stood up and driven backwards at the 24-yard line as Travis Tolls missed him once. He didn't miss him the second time. And the Spartans will have the ball for the first time in the second half. Yeah, really good vision there on that return. Um, it's not often that you get the opportunity to make two or three cutbacks, but it worked there. Uh, Ansley Litchfield now starting off with pretty decent field position here. Yeah, and again, you just look, okay, there's a freshman that got away with that playing junior high football, playing playground football, and uh, he took a pretty good shot from tolls. You have to realize when you're going back, there's guys sitting there waiting for you. But good return, first down and 10, and they're going to put Jones out of the shotgun, three wideouts. This is what worked. They're going to bring some pressure, steps up, and he's going to throw it over the middle, incomplete. Now, there was nobody there, but I think this time they'll go ahead and just call that an incomplete pass. It got past the line of scrimmage. They're talking about it. There wasn't necessarily a receiver in the area. No, they're going to throw the flag. 
That'll be the second intentional grounding of the ball game here. The first one was extremely obvious. He threw it to a side of the field where there was nobody. And so we saw in the first play here that Pleasanton decided they were going to bring an extra guy and bring some pressure and pressure Jones uh, to uh, make him get rid of the ball because he had all day in the first half. Yeah, he was just standing back there. had plenty of time here. But, yeah, rushing from the outside edge, Pleasanton did. Uh, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Pleasanton bring some more guys here because their coverage, they've been leaving more guys back in coverage, but they haven't been able to cover. So uh, the way you remedy that is by setting a few more guys uh, towards the quarterback. We'll have to remember this one for Jimmy Langan as well. It's a five-yard penalty, but both times they've marked off seven yards. Interesting, yeah. They didn't mark it off from where the, the throw occurred. So uh, second down, we'll call it about 16. And under center this time will be Jones. Pitch play right side. Zimmer trying to get to the outside. Gets one block but not two. And he's double teamed as he tries to get to the corner. There is Dixon. There is Tolls. There is Pulowski. No gain on the play. It'll be third down and long for the Spartans. Uh, the Pleasanton defense. A uh, good quick first step there. Able to get to the edge. Uh, Ansley Litchfield not able to get there. Um, well, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go through the air again here. Third and long. Uh, they're going to need some uh, little help here. 8.30 to go, and again, you can tell Pleasanton maybe came out with a little more fire here. I'm sure all you have to tell them is the playoffs are on the line. 28-26, third down at about 18, under center. Jones, play fake, back to pass. They don't bite on that. He's going to lob it out here into the right flat, and it is incomplete. Pulaski actually had it in his hands for a moment, looking for the freshman Jackson Henry, and even if he had caught it, he would have been about three yards short of the first down, and so fourth down and 18 for Ansley Litchfield. The ball marked at their own 17-yard line. Yeah, Pleasanton making good second-half adjustments here. They had all eight of their guys most of the time within five, seven yards of the line of scrimmage. Now they've got two free safeties back to eliminate that deep pass threat. Second punt of the game for Ansley Litchfield, and it's a low-line drive punt. It's going to roll, excuse me, the third punt inside the 30. Dixon lets it die at the 26-yard line. A 37-yard punt and no return. So first down and 10 here for Pleasanton in the second half. Starts exactly like Coach Wesson would have wanted. Take the dry opening drive, march it down, score, then force a three and out. Now you're ready to go again at your own 26-yard line. 36-26 Bulldogs. And a good, another good punt by Harrop. Uh, he's been doing a good job because Pleasanton, all three times on his punt, has had one. And this last time, two guys break through uh, the line of scrimmage and nearly block the punt. So we get to first down and 10. Let's see what they want to do with Pulaski under center. They've stayed pretty basic now with their offense. Run about three or four plays out of this. And this is going to be run right side. And a big hole for Tolls. And he gets through the secondary. And he is gone. 20 10, Travis Tolls with his third rushing touchdown of the football game. This one will cover 54 yards. I'm not sure if it was a miscommunication there by the uh, Spartan defense or what it was, but there was a, a guy or two too few in the hole that Tolls ran through. It seemed like more of the guys were on the far right side, uh, maybe keying on a blitz over there. But <laughs> Tolls, uh, he, he saw some space. He got past the second level, and he was gone. As we said in the beginning portion of this football game, Ansley Litchfield was putting seven, if not all eight, guys in the box. And if you can get five yards, there's nobody left. And that's exactly what happened there. As they line up to go for two, pitch play tolls, goes to the left, gets hit, gets brought down, and will not be able to get in for the two-point conversion. Keaton Moore on the tackle. So another five points bank touchdown and another big one. A 54-yard run 
The third touchdown of the night for Travis Tolls and your score, Pleasanton 42, Ensley Litchfield 26, 7.53 remains in the third. Genetics first, trait second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the field, getting to know your hybrid choices this season, inside and out, so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique early incentives, contact your local Aurora Cooperative agronomist today. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. Doug Duda, along with Ryan Dahlgren, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Pleasanton, and Ansley. It's been a long football game already. We're about two hours in, and we're not even halfway through the third quarter as Pleasanton boots it away, and here's one that is kicked a little too hard at his top, so it rolls and is picked up by Cunningham at the 18-yard line, and there's nowhere to go. He'll be brought down there. It'll be first down and 10, Ansley Litchfield. So the Spartans were down two scores earlier in the ball. Gave it 22-6. to six. They cut it to 28-26 at the half. So they've got to find something here on this offensive series or this one could get away in a hurry. Yeah, and, you know, this drive could well determine how the rest of this game plays. Yeah, a good drive, a score here. Uh, things will be tight for a while longer. Uh, but if uh, you get a three and out again, it could be ugly. Four and three, Pleasanton leading two and five. Ansley Litchfield with a playoff berth on the line. Hand off right side. Try to run behind the big fellas. I believe Zimmer gets the carry out to the 25, maybe the 26-yard line. So they're going to try and power it a little bit. A five-yard gain, six-yard gain for John Zimmer, who had been going the wrong way the last couple of times that he carried the football. Now the Spartans making a couple of adjustments themselves here. They know that those safeties are a little bit deeper for Pleasanton, so they got a little bit of extra, uh, I don't know, few guy, fewer guys, I guess, in the box now to a block. Kind of a 3-2 look. On second and four, they'll run the same play to the left side, and Zimmer's cut behind the line of scrimmage by Pulaski and brought down for a loss of one. It'll be third and five. Pulaski doing a really good job of reading where that play's going and getting there in a hurry. He was on the far side of that play that ran to our near side, uh, and he was the first guy there to make the tackle. Glad to have you along with us on this Thursday night. It's been a good one, but now Pleasanton with back-to-back touchdowns to start the second half of taking the lead from two out to a lead of 42-26 to 26 is 16. Third down, fake the handoff, back to pass Jones, back, 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 now throws it out into the double coverage, and Bailey can't quite grab that one. Tolls was on him with some safety help from Pates, and Bailey still almost made a tremendous catch. It hit him in one hand, but not both as he came back for the football, and looks like another three and out here for the Spartans. Yeah, it, you know, the Spartans here, they're going to want to, it looks like they're going to punt it here. I wasn't too sure. You know, sometimes teams, uh, they, they like to go for that, you know, I don't know keep their drive alive a little bit there, uh, keep the game a little more interesting, but uh, opting for the safe play here with the punt. Well, at some point they will have to, because there's only one thing to play for, and that's this game, they will go for it. But still a lot of time they're going to set this on their defense, and Michael Harrop ready to punt it away. Pressure up the middle. 
That time a little off the side of the foot. They want it to roll, and it does. He knows how to do it. That's going to roll 10, 12, 13, 14 yards to about the 14-yard line. So another beautiful punt, about 41 yards and no return that time. So he's averaging about 40 yards per punt. And Pleasanton will have it first and 10, but the key now is kind of like for Ohio State. It didn't matter if they started at the 5 or the 50. They were going to score anyway. So Ansley Litchfield's got to find a way to uh, slow down Pleasanton, get a stop here. Ansley Litchfield is plus three in the turnover department. Now, one of those was right at the half, so they didn't have a chance to do anything with it. But uh, they're going to have to continue to try and force some uh, turnovers here from Pleasanton. Now, the only fumble was on a punt return, so they have held on to the ball. First and 10 at their own 14-yard line. Pulaski under center. Pulaski, quarterback follow right side. Back over his center to the 25-30, 35-40, and he is gone. And Pulaski will take it all the way, 66 yards, and what an explosion to start the second half by Pleasanton. Three touchdowns on virtually about five plays. The last two drives have been one-play drives. And Pulaski, uh, like like a pinball right there, just bounced off of one guy, and he bounced to the outside, and he had a blocker ahead of him. And uh, he didn't even really need the blocker because he had plenty of space a good long run there, and like you said, just like Ohio State, doesn't matter where they started with the ball so far here, uh, they've been able to punch it into the end zone. Now they have made very minor adjustments in the way they're blocking this, and it has just opened up. And now they spread it to go for two. Pates will be in as the quarterback with four wideouts here. And Hunter takes the snap. He wants to run, and there's nowhere to run. They came through with everybody, and Keaton Moore will drop him. So the two-point run is no good, but another five-points bank touchdown, a 66-yard run from Tyler Pulaski that puts him over 220 yards in the night. He's had two 60-plus-yard runs. And your score, the Pleasanton Bulldogs, 48. The Ansley Litchfield Spartans, 26 on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winterization is on Buzz's Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzz's Marine 5th and Central Kearney, or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com slash trade. That's buzzesmarine.com slash trade. Tyler Pulaski very close to 1,000 yards on the season. Just needs about 20, about 12 more as the kick will be a short one and Hansley Litchfield just falls on it at the 27-yard line as one of the youngsters, Hunter Earhart, just a freshman, says, I'm not supposed to have this. I'm not going to make a mistake. I'm going to drop on it right here and give his varsity offense a chance to get going. But Pulaski, 760 coming into the game. I have him for 224 yards now and uh, two touchdowns and then the three touchdowns for Travis Tolls. See if Jaden Jones in this uh, offense can get things going here. So first down and 10, down by 22, handed off on the right side and bouncing off one man and getting a couple extra yards with second effort that time is going to be Jeff Cunningham. A gain of three, it'll be second down and seven. 
So they're still bouncing in there. They're not uh, just lackadaisically running into the hole and knowing that this one is over because they made a run in the first half. Can they make a run here? And again, remember last year, they were down uh, multiple scores and came back to win it in overtime. Second and seven at their own 30. Jones, left side run. Big hole for Cunningham, and he is near the first down marker before they stand him up, and Pulaski helps go the other way. Cunningham is going to be maybe a half yard short. A gain of six on the play. We'll call it third and one. Well, this is exactly what Ansley Litchfield needed. It was just a little bit of momentum, a little bit of something uh, to grasp onto. And so far, this drive has, uh, I mean, it's, it started off as a good one. If they get a first down here, things are looking up for the Spartans. Third and one at their own 37-yard line, now trailing 48-26, to 26, an avalanche of points in the first six minutes of quarter number three for the Bulldogs. A hard count. Ooh, we had some movement, but no flags. So they'll hand it to Rosicki, trying to find it off the left side. Didn't get it. Coming in low to finish him off is Dylan Siebert. But it appeared that the defensive lineman in Riesland had jumped off sides, and they did not call it. And it is fourth down and one, and now, of course, Anthony Litchfield has to go for it at their own 37-yard line. Yeah, and impressive still that on this near side they got the tackle because Tolles was blitzing on the far side there, but Pleasanton had just enough bodies here near side to make that play. Let's see what Jones does. Has room to sneak it if he wants to. And he is going to go back to pass. There's a blitz, and he is brought down. Pulaski came through untouched. If he would have shook Pulaski, he would have had all day again, but that's not what happened. And a sack and a loss of 11, 10 yards on the play, and it is all Pleasanton now at the 26-yard line of Ansley Litchfield. Yeah, and the one guy that really is going to make sure if he's got you by the foot that he's going to take you down is Pulaski, the, the state champion wrestler there. You're not wrangling away from him. I mean, I've seen a lot of wrestlers play football, but I haven't seen as many takedowns tackling the way Pulaski has in one single game. I mean, you can use all those metaphors, but it actually looks like it that he's taking a shot every time he's making a tackle, and he'll come up now as the quarterback looking to maybe put this one out of reach. We could go to the running clock in a single quarter here. Pulaski pitches it out to Tolls. Tolls finds a hole over the left side, and he'll get to the 20-yard line to gain a six, second down, and four. Rosiski among those in on the tackle for Ansley Litchfield. Also off the bottom of the pile is going to be the big freshman, Jackson Henry. Yeah, and you can tell this Pleasanton Bulldog defense or offense uh, is really starting to wear on Ansley Litchfield. They're starting to look a little bit lethargic here. Um, they're going to need a little pep in their step here uh, if they want to keep this thing going. Well, they came out with the game plan, with the enthusiasm, with the adrenaline, and um, Pleasanton made the adjustments at halftime, and now it's second and four at the 20. Pulaski under center. He's going to follow off the right side. He gets over the linebacker, runs into the official, gets inside the 15, and it'll be brought down at the 10-yard line. A gain of 10 for Pulaski, and it'll be first and goal, Bulldogs. And yet again, Pulaski doing a really good job of, of riding that read there. Uh, I believe the ball was at the line of scrimmage when he decided to keep it, uh, and wisely so, though. He followed his uh, lead blocker there to able to get some good yards. 3.40 and counting to go in the third quarter. Pleasanton has already scored three touchdowns. Maybe it's just when we cover them because they came out of halftime against Axtell and scored the first four only to give up the next three and win by a score. So Spartan fans need to keep the faith here, but they also need to get a stop. 48-26, Pleasanton, first and goal, just inside the 10. Pulaski will send Dixon in motion. They'll hand it to Tolls off the left side, and he'll be drugged down near the six-yard line. On the tackle that time was Sam Hilderhoff, second and goal. Jaden Jones helping uh, the Bulldog up off the field. Or off, excuse me, off the ground there. 
little side note here, but you always got to love to see a little good sportsmanship. I always got in trouble in high school for running for mayor. I always help people up, but uh, why the heck not? <laughs> well, especially in a rivalry game, we haven't seen any chippiness. We saw a lot of it last year. Second goal at the six, quarterback sneak. Pulaski's just trying to follow him, and he gets about two to the four-yard line. And again, off the bottom of the pile is Hilderhoff. So they held their own, third down and goal at the four. I, and I know that the play call is a quarterback sneak, but at this point I'm, I'm tempted to try figuring out a different name because they're not even trying to sneak this anymore. They just line Pulaski up and they just say, hey, go. Uh, and uh, Pleasanton, or excuse me, the Spartans haven't been able to stop it very well. Um, but uh, that Bulldog offensive line's good. Pates runs in the play. They will put Kessler Dixon as the wing back to the left. Third and goal from the four, Pulaski. Sends Dixon in motion left to right. He's going to keep it himself and get into the end zone. Another touchdown for Tyler Pulaski. His third of the night from four yards out. The other two had been from 60-plus. Another five points bank touchdown. Four straight touchdowns here in the first ten minutes of the second half. And the Bulldogs now look like they can start making plans to play next Thursday. Yeah, scoring explosion here early uh, in Ansley Litchfield just not able to score with uh, Pleasanton Bulldogs, but when you got six, seven, eight guys injured, it's really hard to keep that momentum going. And they will line up to try an extra point kick. They had a bad snap on the other previous attempt. This one's a good snap, and the kick is away, and it is good. So Lincoln Krepla is able to knock it through, and with 2.13 remaining in the third quarter, it's now Pleasanton 55, Ansley Litchfield 26. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Well, the lead has went from 2 to 29 in 10 minutes here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. And, again, you just can't overemphasize how well Ansley Litchfield played in the first half. They just haven't done, been able to get anything going here. No first downs. And, again, the ball will be taken at the 28-yard line up to the 30, the 35. And this time the freshman Earhart says, okay, I'll pick it up and move up the field. And probably, again, we've seen a lot of coaching moments over there for Coach Kurt Kohanek and his staff with these freshmen and sophomores. Now, they're not all freshmen and sophomores, but – the ones we've been pointed out, and there's a flag at the end of the play, too, is that, uh, you know, the first time he said, okay, there was some room. Go ahead and advance it up the field, and he got it right back again. And we've got a personal foul. Looks like a, a late hit going to be called over here on the uh, Pleasanton Bulldogs. And so the return out to the 35, and a personal foul penalty will move it all the way down to the Pleasanton 30. 
Well, and just as things were looking awfully bleak for Ansley Litchfield, they get a little breath of life here. Uh, if nothing else, this field position is, um, I mean, this is great for them. Uh, they, need, they need to punch it in the end zone here. Well, again, Jane Jones, 0 of 2, throwing the ball in the second half after going 8 of 13 for 154 yards and a touchdown in the first half. Pleasanton brought some pressure on him uh, the first couple of times that he tried to throw the ball, and they are lining up again, staying in this I formation. And Rosiski, the fullback, they'll hand it off to Zimmer, and he gets tripped up. Boy, Pulaski is just getting through there. They are bringing the extra man, and right now Pulaski has, keeps getting to whoever has the ball, whether it's the quarterback, whether it's the running back, whether it's the wide receiver. He was able to dive forward for three at second down and seven because he just gave him the old toe tap as he went sliding by. Yeah, and that one could have been a five, six, seven there easily, but Pulaski doing a really good job, like you said, getting in there. Second out and seven at the 27-yard line of Pleasanton. They'll give it to Zimmer again. Both hands over the football as he crashes into the left side of the line and just gets inside the 25 to the 24. Another three yards on the play, and it'll be third down and four. Yeah, and it's interesting to see that uh, Anthony Litchfield hasn't gone back to that the passing attack that they had uh, earlier in the first quarter that they were doing so well with. I mean, uh, but it, it's hard to because Pleasanton is bringing that extra guy now. But uh, Jaden Jones does have quick feet. I could see, You could see him bust one, uh, a run potentially. They will send Jeff Cunningham out wide to the left. Back to pass is Jones. Going to throw underneath. It is complete to Bailey, but he is hit immediately and brought down by Jackson Keyshaw right at the line of scrimmage. And it's going to be fourth down. They might even say a loss of a yard. Fourth down, and we'll call it five yards to go here for Ansley Litchfield at the 25. And another jump pass there by uh, Jaden Jones. You don't see that a whole lot. We've seen it a couple times this game. Um, but he's rolling out to his left side, giving him a little extra uh, umph, I suppose, on his pass as he's running or throwing across his body. 40 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Fourth down and five, Jones under center. They're going to bring the heat. Pitch play, left side, fake it. Now they want to throw back to the right side, and it's going to be busted up by Tyler Pulaski, jumping in front of the pass intended for the 6'1 freshman, Jackson Henry. And Ansley Litchfield is still looking for their first first down of the second half as the Bulldogs will take over. Remember, they had a short kick and then a personal foul penalty that put the ball at the 30, and they're only able to move it five yards. So we are in the last few seconds of quarter number three, 27 to nothing. Pleasanton has won this third quarter, and they're up 55 to 26. First down and 10. Well, I always say it's how you finish, not how you start. Uh, and Pleasanton certainly finishing strong right now here in the third quarter. First down and 10. Pulaski still in at quarterback. He's going to read it off the left side, get to the outside 30, 35. He's trying again. 40. Spin move inside Asley Litchfield territory, 35. He'll get to the 34-yard line. Again, a 21 more for the quarterback, and that puts him over 1,000 yards for the season. Yeah, great job by Pulaski on that play. Uh, the spin move didn't gain him any extra yards, but I tell you what, I have not seen many players uh, make a better spin move than Pulaski has here tonight. Uh, just really quick movement. And Pleasanton looks like they might get one more playoff here before the fourth quarter. First and 10 at the Spartan 34. Pulaski takes the snap. This time he'll hand it to Tolls right up the middle. He breaks a tackle, gets into the secondary, tripped up as he gets inside the 20 to the 19-yard line, a gain of 15, and that will be the end of the first quarter of play. But right now, Ansley Litchfield, we've had trouble tackling all year long. They did a real good job, their best job of the year in the first half, but it is all Pleasanton now in the regular season finale. They outscore Ansley Litchfield 27-0 in the third quarter, and as we go to the fourth, they're on the move again. It is Pleasanton. 
Pleasanton 55, Ansley Litchfield 26, here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you with our producer engineer jeff ekstrom and ryan dahlgren doug duda back with you here in the carney tillion repair broadcast booth at pleasanton where the bulldogs have it first down and 10 at the 18 yard line of ansley litchfield now up 55 to 26 and looking for more already with four touchdowns here in the half pulaski he's going to go around left end and he is going to take it in yet again tyler pulaski and ansley litchfield is just it's over for the Spartans, unfortunately. Uh, they gave a heck of an effort for a half, and now uh, Pleasanton made a couple of blocking adjustments, and just everything they're doing is working right now. 61-26, to 26, and uh, that will give us the running clock for the fourth quarter. Who would have thought? Maybe coming into the game you thought that that was possible. Then you watch the first half, and what in the world? Now Krepla to try and add his second extra point. Snap good. Placement down. The kick is away. That's a beautiful kick, and it is right through there. So our latest five points bank touchdown, five points bank, the better bank, an 18-yard run around left end for the quarterback, Tyler Pulaski. And with 11.55 to go in the ballgame, Pleasanton 62, Ansley Litchfield 26. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Four touchdown rushes from Tyler Pulaski here in the ball game, three in the second half, he's put on quite the display, Ryan. Yeah, no, Todd Pulaski, and we knew that he was going to be one of the key factors for the Pleasanton Bulldog uh, offense coming into this game. Uh, defense as well there, but uh, Pulaski's had himself quite a day. Uh, he's just found those little seams, those little gaps to squeeze through, uh, and when he's found them, he's been able to bust them big um, because, like we said, Ansley Litchfield, got usually eight guys in the box most of this night. So, yeah, you, you get to that second level, and uh, usually there's nobody there to uh, to run you down. And, again, if you're just joining us, this was 28-26 at halftime. We've played 12 minutes and five seconds, and it's now 62-26. to 26. And we're going to take a look at our scoreboard brought to you by the Simonson Agency, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney. Has you covered for home life and auto insurance. Right after the kickoff, it is a drilled kickoff back to the four-yard line. And it'll be brought up the middle of the football field here. Ansley Litchfield now cuts back to the right side. Ball might have popped loose across the 15. And here comes a penalty flag. Now here's what you've got to watch. Here's where that rivalry thing starts. 
where it's been a good football game and now you've got to not get chippy and the officials have not to throw the flag every time either. Get out there and talk a little bit, but this is a face mask on the return. This is not a personal foul, but we haven't had a whole lot of problems out there. We had one so far in the football game. So the return to the 19-yard line, and then you've got a face mask called on Pleasanton that will, again, help out Ansley Litchfield, but it's just a five-yard face mask. Yeah, just incidental there. I wasn't so sure that there wasn't maybe a helmet-to-helmet collision there, and that might have been why the flag was uh, thrown. But uh, no, just a simple five-yard penalty there. Uh, so we'll give Ansley Litchfield a better field position, but uh, still a ways to go. So the running clock until Ansley Litchfield scores again. It's a 36-point game, 35 and more. The clock runs, and now Jones will be in the backfield. So even if it's incomplete, the clock will roll. Now he's in some trouble. Rolling, rolling. There's that jump pass again, and the freshman Jackson Henry is caught it, and then he is drilled into the Pleasanton sideline. And let's see if he's going to get up. He got nailed, but he's a big old boy. He says, nice, I'll get you next time. But uh, they're going to have to come get him. Uh, they should, of course, there's hardly anybody to run in for him. I'm not sure that the coaches from Ansley Litchfield actually can see that he's lumbering back to the uh, sideline. It was a one-yard completion. And so in this second half, Jones is two for five for zero yards. One one-yard completion, one negative one-yard completion. Third, second down and nine at their own 26-yard line. Jones with Brzezinski back to block for him. Looking, looking, has some time. Only a three-man rush. Now throws down to triple coverage. Jump ball in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Justin Bailey, who was the recipient of most of those receiving yards in the first half. Dangerous defense right now by the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They're, they're coming out in zone here. Uh, but the thing about the zone they're playing is they're not really getting to the guys that's coming into the zone super quickly. They're leaving a lot of cushion there. So uh, if they're going to wing the ball out here, there might be a little bit more uh, uh, opportunity here. On third down and nine under center. They're going to play conservative and hand it off to Cunningham, who brings it out to the 30-yard line, and Siebert jumps on him and brings him down there. So a four-yard carry for Cunningham. Uh, Gothenburg has officially become a district champion tonight as they beat Minden 34-10, Fairbury over Milford, Dorchester 52-13. In the fourth quarter, number two, Gretna leads number one, Elkhorn South 21-14. Carney had no problem beating Omaha Benson 56-7 tonight. That was 49-0 at halftime. And we've got a dead ball personal foul penalty here against Pleasanton. And so it'll be a first down instead of fourth and six. And this is where we're seeing that, uh, I don't know, chippiness come into play here. Um, just got to keep your heads level. Uh, the game is really without question right now. Uh, got to stay smart, stay on top of things. And Pleasanton has just seen Ansel Litchfield get their first first down of the second half. A couple of those penalties were on kickoffs and such, so the ball moves to the 35. First down and 10. Pitch play. Cunningham tries the left side, headed towards the sideline, and he'll be pushed out of bounds as he gets to the line of scrimmage. No gain that time from Cunningham. More scores for you. In Class D, it was Southwest over Alma 64-20. Cambridge beat Amherst 40 Six to thirteen, Medicine Valley over Bertrand, fifty-six to eight. Overtime, Franklin and McCool Junction tied at forty-two. East Butler led Nebraska Christian, forty-four to eight, in the second half at last check. Second and ten here, Jones to Rosiski right up the middle. There, the big fella finally gets a little something as Tolls is run over after a six-yard game, and for Seth Rosiski, he has ten carries for fifteen yards. So his 
biggest carry of the night comes here in the fourth quarter. Third down and four at the 29-yard line of Pleasanton, 62-26 to Pleasanton as they have scored 34 unanswered points here in the second half. Rosiski again up the middle. They try to bring him down short of the line to gain, but he's able to get enough to get the first down. Five more yards there for Seth. And a fresh set of downs here for the Spartans of Ansley Litchfield, who will end the season at 2-6, and six, while Pleasanton will go to 5-3 and three with all three losses to top 10 teams and find themselves moving on to the playoffs. Twin Loop, Blue Hill, and Giltner with the three losses. First and 10 here at the 19. Turn and hand it to Cunningham. Left side, this time he runs into a wall of red and picks up just a couple. It'll be second down. And eight. Want to get back to some of the other scores here that uh, most games are done. This is a long game that we have here for you in D2. It is Anselmo Myrna 62, Maxwell 40 in the fourth quarter. And Blue Hill beat Shelton 62 to 22. Wallace led Loomis at the half 54 28, and Arapaho was taking care of Eustace Farnham. Deschler beating Wilcox Hill with 60 to 34. Here's a counterplay. Rosiski goes from right to left off the tackle, picks up a couple to the 21 yard line. Interesting here, Kurt Kohanek is not going to come out here and just throw the ball all over the yard. They're just going to try and get out of here, don't get anybody hurt. They played tough, and then Pleasanton came out and just did everything they could. And again, keep the clock. The clock's going to move, but uh, keep the ball out of Pleasanton's hands because obviously they just haven't found a way to stop them yet here in the second half. Third down and six. Pitch play right side. Cunningham wants to throw back to the quarterback, and it is picked off, and it's going to be returned all the way for a touchdown. There is nobody in the way of Jackson Keyshaw, a 55-yard pick six. Did they get him at the one? They got him at the one. What effort again. That is Cunningham that ran him down. I didn't think there was any way. Now, Keyshaw's not the fastest guy out there. So we'll give him a 54-yard interception return down to the two, first and goal. Well, we've seen a lot of football this year, but that right there might be the biggest heart play uh, of the season when, you, when you, you're down big uh, and you still still refuse to let uh, Pleasanton score there. Uh, hats off right there to the uh, Litchfield, Ansley Litchfield Spartans. Well, let's see who uh, Coach Westland decides to give the football to here. And you want to know who it's going to go to? Bronson Gibbons is in the backfield. Bronson Gibbons is going to get the football. Bronson Gibbons is going to go off the right side, and Bronson Gibbons, the senior, is going to score on senior night, and he is jacked up as he comes out of that end zone. I don't want to be the most fired up. I've seen a player all night. Got to love it on senior night here, getting the senior in the end zone. So a two-yard touchdown, only three yards, or three seniors on this entire football team, and uh, so... Bronson Gibbons, who is usually the center, is the recipient of this five points bank touchdown. The extra point kick. You got to like this. It is up and it is good. Kreppel has been very good. Always a great weapon to have. And Pleasanton just continues to be very efficient in the second half. 558 remains in the game. Pleasanton 69. Ansley Litchfield 26. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. 
save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Well, the Pleasanton fans were probably a little nervous at halftime, but their boys have come out and really put together a huge run game in the third and fourth quarters to just blow the doors off this one. And now Kreppel is going to get an opportunity to kick off, and he'll pop that one high in the air, back to grab it at the seven-yard line. It'll be Zimmer. He'll come up the left hash to the 15, spin out of a tackle at the 20, still on his feet, 25, drags defenders out to the 30, and he'll be brought down at the 32-yard line by Zach Hill, one of the Pleasanton freshmen. Yeah, great return there by Ansley Litchfield. Not the, you know, not not slowing up, not giving up here. Uh, nearly busted that one loose, but the Pleasanton uh, Bulldogs, well coached on special teams, uh, able to make that stop. And you can see Coach Westland put in a whole bunch of youngsters on special teams there. None of the starters uh, were out there on special teams, and they're all over here sharing stories right away. Hey, we got it. And now we are going to have uh, a chance to come out here and try to quick snap it by Ansley Litchfield, but everybody said, no, 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 no. And all the flags are on the field. Ansley Litchfield hasn't had very many penalties in this ball game. That is only their fourth. <laughs> really, got to giggle a little bit. I really wanted to get that play off, but they would have even let Pleasanton get a little bit more set. I would have had something going there. Again, running clock, so 5.15 remains here in the football game. It was 28-26 at the half. And it's 41 straight for Pleasanton here in the second half. They'll turn. They'll hand it off. Rosiski over the right side gets across the 30. His helmet popped off, so he'll have to come out to the 31-yard line. And now here comes all the backups on defense. That's going to be a gain of what they lost on the penalty. We'll give five yards there to Seth Rosiski. And as the starters come off, they get a big old round of applause from the fans and the seniors, Hunter Pates, Travis Tolles, Bronson Gibbons, the only three on this football team get a big round of applause. And it looks like Ansley Litchfield's going with a mix of starters and backups. They have put Earhart in as a running back. They give it to him up the middle. He breaks the tackle 35-40, and he's into the secondary. 20, 15, 10, 5, and he's brought down inside the five-yard line by Grady Chandler. Exciting, exciting play there by the uh, youngsters in Ansley Litchfield. Uh, I mean, if nothing else, you got to be positive about what things to come here with a great run uh, right there we saw between uh, by Hunter Earhart. So again, a gain from the 33, they're going to mark him at the 5. So 35 and 7, how about a 42-yard run? First down and goal. Jaden Jones turns, gives it to Rosiski right up the middle. He just runs over the younger kids, and he's into the end zone for an Ansley Litchfield touchdown here in the fourth quarter, the first score of the second half for the Spartans. Yeah, and Rosiski just a big, big bulldozing back there, uh, able to just kind of roll over those uh, younger Pleasanton uh, defenders. But uh, Pleasanton's got to be happy that they can get some uh, fresh legs, get some some younger guys in there because they are a young team as well. I got the backups in currently. So we line up to go for the two-point conversion. Rosiski's in the backfield. They hand it to him, and they fumble the football, but it's still in play, and Jones 
Couldn't quite pick it up there. I think he had lost interest in the play there a little bit. He went, what in the heck? Wasn't sure that he could do anything with it. So the two-point conversion run is no good. 344 remains in our game. Pleasanton 69, Ansley Litchfield 32. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. And let's see what Ansley Litchfield decides to do here. Will they squib kick it or maybe try an onside kick? See if they can get the ball back. If they don't, this game probably ends with the clock running. It is a pooch kick down the middle, not a true onside, and it'll be picked up at the 14-yard line. Crepola to the 20, breaks a tackle, gets to the 25, and then tripped up as he starts to head upfield. There was only one man left to get him. I think Earhart got him, and then it would have been up to uh, Ethan Samuelson. But a good job there by... Lincoln Crepola on the return. Yeah, Crepola, that was kind of a slow build-up there. He got the ball, kind of, you know, looked across the field, saw where he could go, and brought it near side here, nearly busted a big one. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren, a late night of Thursday football, but a lot of points put up here in the second half, and they didn't have enough guys out on the field. I think only five guys got in the huddle there for Pleasanton, so they have to burn a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Again, we are down to 3.11 to go in the game, 69-32 to Pleasanton. This was 28-26 at the half. If you joined us late, seven guys out of the ball game tonight uh, because of injury for Ansley Litchfield, and they gave it everything in that first half, and there was no flukes there. Uh, there were three turnovers. One was right before half, so they didn't have any time to do anything with it. And uh, the first one, they weren't able to do anything after the fumbled punt. So a lot of those things came honestly by throwing for 154 yards in the first half. But there's just been nothing, nothing here in this second half. Yeah, this is just a case where Pleasanton just made the, uh, I don't know, better second-half adjustments. Uh, and they were able to, uh, you know, put a halt to this Ansley Litchfield offense. It's been doing a really good job, but uh, instead of loading the box now, Pleasanton, uh, they're leaving a couple safeties back. And even with the safeties back, though, it appears that Ansley Litchfield is getting a little bit of. I mean, the receivers are look open, uh, but doing a good job of closing down on that are the Bulldogs. So all kinds of fresh faces in there. Pleasanton Crepelo will be the quarterback. He's going to keep it around the right end, and he's going to get five, maybe six yards up to the 35-yard line. A good run there by Krepla. Uh, you know, sometimes this is the best learning experience uh, for uh, the youngsters out there right now for both sides of the ball. Um, you know, you're, you're getting some real game experience. It's not JV. This is not practice. This is, uh, you know, Friday Night Lights, Thursday Night Edition. Um, and you know what? Krepla's doing a good job. Chandler's in there. Zach Hill's in there. Riley Hadwiger is in there. Also in there is Seth Eckel. He is the wingback. Kreplin now takes it. He wanted to hand it off, but his running back got hit before he got there, so he scrambles out and gets the first down to midfield, a five-yard run by Lincoln Krepla. Great job there 
And we've got a man down on the field here for Pleasanton. And you don't necessarily have all the backups in defensively here for Ansley Litchfield. So you just have a case where you got a much bigger guy maybe rolling up on a much smaller guy. And so we do have an injury timeout, and I believe that's Grady Chandler that they are taking a look at down there as they run out to take a look at him right away. So our injury timeout brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center taking care of you with a location near you, getting you back into the game. We have 220 remaining. Pleasanton has this one salted away, and they're going to the playoffs. They lead it 69 to 32. Let's go ahead and take a look at the scoreboard. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers are three innings away from the World Series, 9-1 to one over the Cubs in the bottom of the seventh. And now they're ready to go to the eighth, it looks like, 9-1 to one at the end of the seventh. And uh, we had a shootout in Thursday night football. Boy, remember how horrible that was for the first few seasons? And now actually some good games. The Chiefs 27, the Raiders 21. Seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Chiefs have the football. College football, Houston 31, the 25th-ranked Memphis Tigers 14, a minute and a half to go in the third. And they are able to uh, get Grady Chandler up, and he walks off the field under his own power, so that's a good sign. And Pleasanton right now finishing out this game strong, uh, getting the youngsters in here. you got to like what we've seen so far tonight. Uh, the, it'll be interesting to see where they draw, what seating they will get. Um, coming up uh, Saturday uh, when those uh, playoff berths are drawn. Cooper Dixon checks into the ball game. On first down and 10 here for the Bulldogs. And again, trying that fullback dive and a late pitch. Cut out here into the hands of Seth Eckel. Had a little schoolyard there. Krepla again wanted to hand it off to his running back, Wyatt Reese, who is out there. And he was hit before he could even hand him the ball off. Then Krepla got hit, and he said, I don't want this thing, and hot potatoed it out there to Seth Eckel, who was at least able to get a yard. Yeah, it was almost it was like he was getting tackled and decided to get rid of it right as he was getting tackled. But I suppose it worked out for the, the Bulldogs there. Uh, Churning a loss into a no-yard gain. Youngsters hustling up to the line of scrimmage, trying to get as many plays in as they can. A lot of guys have touched the ball now, and they have to blow the whistle as there is a false start. Zach Hill is the running back, but this is going to be a false start on the offense. few too many penalties tonight for Pleasanton, and they will not be able to get away with that when they go into the playoffs because they'll be on the road, they'll be the underdog. In fact, they're probably going to draw one of the top ten teams in the state. They were 28-29 even with this record in playoff points. So even if they move up about five spots, you're still looking at taking on one of the top seeds, one of the like a four or five, uh, maybe being around a 13-14 seed. Second down and 15 now after the five-yard penalty. And they'll run the same play, pitch play around the right end. Zach Hill, but there is nowhere to go for Zach Hill coming in to make the tackle. Is going to be uh, Ethan Samuelson. Hill lost about four on the play. It'll be third down. And time for probably one more play here for Pleasanton as Chris Phillips runs it in. Also, Broderick Pates. Some of those last names very familiar over the years. Yeah, one of those cases where uh, I keep hearing Pates. I'm like, ah, I could have swore that guy graduated, but uh, just so many of them here in Pleasanton. Well, even in Ansley Litchfield as well. Third down, 
Again, Kreppel is going to keep it around the left end, and he almost broke it to the corner. A nice open field tackle over there by Jackson Henry. Kreppel is able to pick up six play, six yards, and that should be the final play of the football game. And it is. So on senior night, the seniors try to get the head coach with the Gatorade. He tried to run away, and then he said, okay, all right, I'll stand here and take it. Five and three on the season, two and six to end the year. For Ansley Litchfield, as Coach Kurt Kalhanek said, and I'm sure most of the guys feel it just didn't go the way they wanted with all of those injuries. They had made such a great run, winning this game last year in overtime, then winning two games uh, in the playoffs. But uh, not to be this season, but a lot of these kids are going to be coming back uh, next year and two years down the road. So if we do this game, and, and depending how the, how the state seeds it, you have to assume they'll be in the same district. But uh, if it's the final night, could be interesting again. Again, the final score here tonight. Pleasanton, after leading at half 28-26, defeats Ansley Litchfield 69-32. The New West Post Game Show is coming up next on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina Feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren. Ryan, uh, you know, two totally different halves, and it was just a couple of really blocking schemes. I don't know that Ansley Litchfield uh, did anything different uh, in the second half, but just a couple of tweaks made more difference than uh, almost any adjustments you could have ever imagined as it went from a two-point game to uh, a blowout here tonight, 69-32. Yeah, it seemed like Pleasanton uh, got their blocking scheme figured out. Um, With Lansley Litchfield playing with four down linemen for a majority of the night, uh, that throws a wrinkle in teams. A lot of times you'll see three down linemen, and uh, I think Pleasanton really got that figured out, and they were able to uh, take advantage of it uh, when they did figure it out, and that was in the second half, of course. but Ansley Litchfield, they, uh, their season ended here tonight in a rivalry game, um, but they have to be extremely proud of the way they played. Uh, it's, not, it's not often in a season that you're going to get seven guys injured, uh, and, you know, that was just the case uh, for Ansley Litchfield this year. And, you know, 
who knows if three or four of those guys don't get injured, if all of them don't get injured, this could be a very different ballgame. It could very well could have been a very different season for Ansley Litchfield. Um, but I, I, I have a feeling that they got to be proud with the way they played in the first half, really sticking with this Pleasanton team uh, that, that was doing a good job uh, of scoring the ball. And we knew Ansley was going to score the ball, but uh, where Ansley fell short was, was getting stops. Uh, and, you know, you can't fault them once again. Really young team. They only had five seniors, and I don't know how many of those seniors were actually injured um, against a team with three seniors. Uh, yeah. Continuing uh, the season, though, Pleasanton will be the Bulldogs uh, doing a really good job. Um, you know, they got to like the way they finished this game if they can carry some of this momentum uh, into into the playoffs. they got to like their chances now, like we've been talking about, like we've said. They should be uh, or will likely be a lower seed here based on these playoff points. Uh, but some, I mean, upsets happen. Uh, it doesn't happen all the time in the round of 32. Um, but uh, Pleasanton trying to make it happen. Again, the eight-man playoffs will get underway uh, next Thursday night. The pairings will come out on Saturday, a majority of the 11-man games being played tomorrow. We'll run down our scoreboard before you leave or before we leave you as you head on your way home. But here are the unofficial numbers I had in the football game tonight. For Anthony Litchfield, Seth Rosiski had 14 carries, 32 yards, one touchdown. Hunter Earhart busted one late there. His only carry was for 42 yards. John Zimmer, 13 carries, 48 yards, and a touchdown. Jeff Cunningham, 11 carries for 20 yards. Jaden Jones, I had him for... Six carries, unfortunately, it was negative 10 yards, but he had two touchdowns because he was able to take a pair of those in for quarterback sneaks. 45 carries, 132 yards on the ground for Ansley Litchfield. In the first half, Jaden Jones was 8 of 13, no interceptions, 154 yards and a touchdown. And if my numbers are correct, in the second half, he was 2 of 7, one interception, zero total yards. 10 of 20. One touchdown, one interception, 154 yards through the air, 132 on the ground, 286 yards of offense, resulting in 16 first downs. They had one interception, one turnover. They had four punts for an average of about 39 yards. So a good job there uh, by the punter in Michael Harrop uh, to uh, do his job tonight. And then penalties, four in the game for 30 yards. The numbers I had tonight for the... uh, Pleasanton Bulldogs, a lot of them in the contest here for Pleasanton. Travis Tolls, 14 carries, 166 yards, three touchdowns. Bronson Gibbons had the one carry there for the senior, a two-yard touchdown. Zach Hill, one carry, negative four. Lincoln Krepla had uh, three carries in the football game for 17 yards. Uh, Hunter Pates, one carry, one yard. Seth Eckel, one carry, one yard. Uh, Tice Westland, one carry, two yards. They had a team fumble for negative four. And then Tyler Pulaski, 17 carries, 279 yards, and four touchdowns on the ground here tonight. I had Pleasanton for 40 rushing attempts, 460 yards. Not bad when you're getting more than 10 yards a crack. And as we said, two of those touchdown runs for Pulaski, 60 and 66 yards. They did not attempt a pass in the second half. So in the first half, Pates was 2 of 5 for 26 yards and two touchdowns. Pulaski was 2 of 6 for 65 yards as a team. 4 of 11, two picks, two touchdowns, 91 yards through the air, 460 on the ground, 551 yards of offense on an 80-yard field, resulting in 27 first downs, one punt for 29 yards. They did have the three turnovers and 10 penalties for 79 yards. But Pleasanton able to stack up 
huge yards. They did have 291 at halftime, and uh, they put up another 260 uh, here in the second half, and it was just big play after big play. Well, and that's uh, exactly what, uh, you know, not all teams really bank on that. Pleasanton, not necessarily one of themselves, but uh, if you can find a way to get big plays like uh, Pleasanton did tonight, uh, you know what, keep, keep going to it. And it, it was interesting that the big play Pleasanton really had was a, what seemed like a quarterback ISO uh, because uh, Pay, or Pulaski would just get behind a fullback and, you know, he'd just ride that fullback until he saw green. And, you know, two times not he saw a heck of a lot of green for those 16, 66-yard runs. Well, let's take a look at our scoring wrap, and there's a lot to it, so we'll move it down the line quickly. Brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Well, it started off uh, innocently enough. Neither team scored on their opening possession. In fact, we only had one touchdown in the first 11 and a half minutes of this game, and that was Hunter Pates hooking up, hooking up with Pulaski on a little wide receiver screen from 20 yards. The two-point run was no good, made it 6 to nothing with 3.39 to go in the first quarter. And then the fumbled punt return. Uh, Pleasanton fumbles the punt. Ansley couldn't do anything with it. And then a 10-yard run by Travis Tolles completed a 59-yard drive, 29 seconds to go in the first quarter. The two-point conversion made it 14 to nothing. And then the floodgates opened in the second quarter where we had six touchdowns. The first, a 30-yard pass from Jaden Jones, uh, hooking up with Bailey. Uh, Justin was able to haul it in from 30 yards out to get him on the board, 14-6, to 11.08 to go. Then on the very next offensive play, Pulaski, a 60-yard run, 10.51 to go, 22-6. to 6. And it didn't take long to answer. Uh, almost two minutes later, Zimmer takes it in from five yards out to complete a 47-yard drive after a nice 30-yard reception, 22-14. to 14, Pleasanton was up. Pleasanton gets a seven-yard touchdown pass from Pates to uh, Riesland, and uh, taking it in was Caleb Riesland uh, to uh, make it a score. Did I get the right name there? Excuse me. Uh, Yeah, Riesland took it in. Pates to Riesland made it 28-14. Then Jaden Jones, a quarterback sneak with 2.15 to go, cut it to 28-20. Then Bailey gets an interception, one of his two interceptions in the second quarter to help set up another quarterback sneak by Jones. And it was 28-26 as we went into the half, but then Pleasanton scored every time they touched the ball in the third quarter of play. A seven-yard run from Tolls with 9.18 to go made it 36-26. to 26. Then a 54-yard run by Tolls made it 42-26. to 26. Then Pulaski took over with 6.18, a 60-yard run, uh, made it 48-26. to 26. A four-yard run by Pulaski, 2.13 to go in the third, 55-26. to 26. First play of the fourth quarter, an 18-yard run by Pulaski, 62-26. to 26. And then a two-yard run by Bronson Gibbons, the only uh, made it 69 to 26. And Seth Rosiski, the only score of the second half for Ansley Litchfield with 3:44 to go. Final score 69 to 32. And that is our scoring wrap. Brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent. Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Now let's run down the scoreboard and get you out of here. Uh, is what we've got here in the high school ranks in Class A tonight. Carney High completes the undefeated regular season, up 49-0 at half and winning 56-7 over Omaha Benson. The unbeatable beaten tonight in Class B. Gretna over number one Elkhorn South, 24-14. to 
In C1, Gothenburg beat Minden 34-10. Fairbury over Milford-Dorchester 52-13. In eight-man action around the area, Southwest over Alma 64-20. Cambridge over Amherst 46-13. Medicine Valley over Bertrand 56-8. In overtime, McCool Junction beat Franklin 48-42. East Butler over Nebraska Christian 44-8. In D2, and Somo Myrna 90, Maxwell 46, Blue Hill 62, Shelton 22, Arapahoe 66, Eustace Farnham 20, Wallace 88, Loomis 28, and in six-man, Deschler was a winner over Wilcox Hildreth by a score of 60-34. to Also tonight, it was Kearney High Volleyball, a four-set winner in their contest. Uh, as they were able to uh, defeat Grand Island. Another football score, uh, Burwell beat Boyd County tonight, 47-14. to Also in volleyball action tonight, it was Aurora over Holdridge in straight sets. Uh, Arapaho beat Eustace Farnham. Axtell beat Deschler and Hartland Lutheran in triangular. Gibbon was a winner over Wood River. Kearney Catholic swept Ravenna tonight. And anything else from the area in the uh, Southern Nebraska Championship? Superior beat Sandy Creek, three sets to one to bring home the title tonight. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians taking care of you with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. The seniors continuing to have fun here for Pleasanton. Ryan, final thoughts. I'm just looking forward to uh, the way tomorrow night goes. Looking forward to seeing where the uh, playoffs will take us. Uh, and looking forward to some more uh, great football upcoming. Um, hats off to Pleasanton tonight, but also hats off to Ansley Litchfield, uh, who, who stood strong as long as they could. Um, but, uh, you know, we're outed. Uh, happens when you got a lot of injuries and got a young team. Well, you should have another great one tomorrow night. Uh, Ryan will be joining Randy Bushcutter here on Classic Hits from Elm Creek as the 6-1 and one Buffaloes take on undefeated South Loop. Don Lees will be joining me in Broken Bow as Kearney Catholic takes on the Indians on ESPN. 1460. One more uh, score update for you from Major League Baseball. Dodgers 9, Cubs 1, bottom of the 8th. And in the NFL on ESPN 1460 and 1550, the Chiefs 27, the Raiders 21 with 3.5 to go in the 3rd. Again, the final score here tonight. Four touchdowns on the ground from Tyler Pulaski. He also scored one receiving three touchdown runs from Travis Tolles. 69-32, Pleasanton over Ansley Litchfield. For Jeff Hexer, our producer, Ryan Dahlgren, I'm Doug Duda. Good night, everyone. We'll see you at the state cross-country meet tomorrow in Kearney. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.